1: And now, Preston and Steve's
0: news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Monday, January 11th. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning in the news this morning. Philadelphia Police Department's Internal Affairs Bureau is probing whether a detective played any role in Wednesday's riot on Capitol Hill in Washington, D.C. A detective reportedly attended the rally in support of President Donald Trump that preceded the insurrection Wednesday. A mob of pro-Trump supporters stormed the U.S. Capitol, vandalizing and assaulting officers. Five people died, including a Capitol Police officer. Philadelphia police released a statement on the investigation saying we are aware of social media posts that allege that a Philadelphia Police Department detective may have been in attendance at the events on Washington, D.C. on January 6th. An investigation is open to determine if any Philadelphia Police Department policies were violated by the detective and if they participated in any illegal activities while in attendance. The detective's assignment has been changed pending the outcome of the investigation. Authorities are working to determine if any other police department personnel was in attendance during the rally across the country. Police and fire departments are opening probes into officers who attended the rally. In Seattle, western Pennsylvania, and Texas, officers are under investigation to determine if they took part in the violence. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says that the House will proceed with legislation to impeach President Donald Trump as she pushes the Vice President and the Cabinet to invoke constitutional authority to force him out, warning that Trump is a threat to democracy after the deadly assault on the Capitol. The House action could start as soon as today, as pressure increases on, Trump's, on Trump to step aside, Republican Senator Pat Toomey of Pennsylvania joined Republican Senator Lisa Murkowski of Alaska in calling for Trump to resign and go away as soon as possible. A stunning end to Trump's final 10 days in office was underway as lawmakers warned of the damage the president could still do before Joe Biden was inaug- inaugurated January 20th. Trump, holed up at the White House, was increasingly isolated after a mob rioted the Capitol in support of his false claims of election fraud on. Monday, Pelosi's leadership team will seek to vote on a resolution calling on Vice President Mike Pence and Cabinet officials to invoke the 25th Amendment with a full House vote expected on Tuesday. After that, Pence and the Cabinet would have 24 hours to act before the House would move towards impeachment. Governor Phil Murphy and other officials are scheduled to visit South Jersey's first vaccination mega site at Rowan County College today. New Jersey is in Phase 1B, currently vaccinating law enforcement and fire personnel, health care workers, and long-term care residents. Residents and staff. Uh, Two other uh, vaccine mega sites in South Jersey are planned for the Morristown Mall and the Atlantic City Convention Center. According to the State Department of Health, the site can vaccinate about a thousand people a day with the goal of working up to vaccinating 2,400 people each day. These sites are by appointment only and you can pre-register for a vaccine on the state's website. As vaccination centers open up across the country, medical experts say operations need to move even faster because the variant is probably in every state at this point. It's still expected Expected to be months before the general public can be vaccinated. As Pennsylvania officials warn of a post-holiday surge in cases, new testing sites will open Monday at three Bucks County, uh, com- three Bucks County Community College campuses in Bristol Township, Newtown, and Perkasie. Bucks County residents can get tested without a prescription through the end of the month. In sports this morning. <laughs> The NFL's wild card weekend wrapped up last night as the Steelers lost to the Cleveland Browns in Pittsburgh, 48 to 37. Earlier in the day, the New Orleans Saints beat the Chicago Bears, 21 to nine, and in the AFC, the Baltimore Ravens beat the Tennessee Titans, 20 to 13. There were three games on Saturday too. The uh, Buffalo Bills beat the Indianapolis Colts, and the LA Rams went into Seattle and beat the Seahawks. In the late game, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat Washington. Eight Sixers are ruled out for the team's game tonight against the. The Hawks, including Ben Simmons, who did not travel to Atlanta and will receive treatment on his knee. Joel Embiid, who experienced back tightness over the weekend, was upgraded to probable, and Mike Scott is probable as well. Seth Curry, Tobias Harris, Shaq Milton, Matisse Theibel, and Vincent Poirier are out because of the NBA's health and safety protocols. The Sixers learned that Curry tested positive for COVID-19 during their game against the Nets last week, and it's unclear how long the other four players will be sidelined. Tip-off for tonight's game is set for 7-30. The Miami Heat are among the other team's dealing with the impact of COVID-19. Miami's game schedule for yesterday against Boston was postponed because the Heat did not meet the eight-player minimum due to the ongoing contact tracing with the team. It remains to be seen how the Heat situation might affect the, might affect the Sixers as the two teams are supposed to play twice later this week. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right,
0: thank you very much, Kathy. Welcome back and hopefully a restful, enjoyable weekend for all those who are in attendance as we speak. We have to do some stuff that's planned. Actually, priority one. This week is going to be money. Oh, yeah. Priority one, because we have number one award of the week prize, which is straight up a cash prize. It's $300 in cash. So get ready for that. Comes at the end of the program. And then the other money thing we have, of course, is No Sad Dough. We started that on Friday, and we're ready to fire it up again today. So it will happen seven times your chance to win 500 bucks each time. It's very simple. If you didn't jump back on board last Friday, it's okay. Get started today. 8 a.m. is going to be your first opportunity. We will give you a very special word. It's a keyword, and then we'll tell you how you need to enter it. There are three different ways that you can do that. You'll have 15 minutes to do it, and you just might win $500. Now, if you do, do it via our app, or through WNMR.com, whether you win or not, you'll be registered for a chance to win the $10,000 grand prize. So you might as well do that. But we have two opportunities with us alone, 8 a.m., 10 a.m., and then it goes noon, two, four, six, and 8 p.m. So... Stay with us here at MMR through the course of the day. Maybe walk away at $500 richer. Be a pretty sweet deal. The details are available at WMMR.com. So go right ahead. And like I said, that's going to be our top priority. Some other stuff to give away today throughout the course of the show. We'll get that started in a moment. So let's take a break. Yes. We'll back in a second. We'll dive into the entertainment report, then the stupid question, and your chance to win the aforementioned stuff that we have throughout the day. We'll be back in just a second. Stay with us. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there.
3: Steven's brand-new deep navy blue and sparkling 24-karat gold-dipped Twinkle Twinkle roses is here. Don't miss out. Imagine the blue color of the sky just before the sun sets when you can start to see all the stars sparkling in the night sky. See Steven's exclusive Twinkle Twinkle Rose now at Stevensinger.com. Real jewelers, real roses with a real lifetime guarantee. Ship fast and free. Check out the entire collection of Steven's famous roses, starting at only $59. That's Stevensinger.com.
0: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I found out this weekend that a brigantine is actually a ship. I never never knew that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a cool word. I don't know what the uh, (laughs) qualifications are to be a brigantine. You have to be close (laughs) to Atlantic City. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) and therefore you are a ship. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to ask a stupid question. This is actually a difficult question uh, this morning. Not so stupid. (laughs) A poisonous plant, which is in the same family as wild carrots... Was used to execute the philosopher Socrates. Name that plant. Ah, uh-huh. yes. Did not know this. Two one five two six three WMMR. Let's even know the answer. Okay, a poisonous plant in the same family as a wild carrot is was used to uh, execute the philosopher Socrates. Name the plant. Two one five two six three WMMR. Stay away from carrots. Yeah, I'm gonna go through some birthdays while we're waiting for that answer to come in. We'll start. Uh, by the way, today is Monday, January 11th. We'll start with Naomi Judd, ah. Winona's mama. So it's yeah,
3: Winona, Naomi, and uh, who's the other? Ashley's the Ashley, actress. Ashley. That's right. She's the actress of the yeah. Judd Troika.
0: Uh, but nice Win- Judds on those. <laughs> Naomi and uh, Winona uh, were very famous uh, in their musical du- yeah, yeah. duet. A lot of people forget they were a, a singing duo for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Yep, and uh, and I always thought that uh, Winona. Uh, or I'm sorry, that Naomi uh, looked younger yeah, than Winona, yeah. which was kind of interesting. It's it true. Mom. Yeah, so, yeah, Uh Naomi is 75 today. Uh, actress Amanda Peet yeah. celebrates her 49th birthday today. She's on the, mm-hmm. I haven't really she, seen her in much lately. I actually I just remember. saw her pop
3: up in, in the coming attractions for a, a show where she's... It's it, it, I, it, I think
0: it's like a, a reality... Uh, it's a game show? Dirty John? No? No, no I TV watched series.
2: that. Wait, that's Amanda Peet?
0: Uh, she's in that. Yeah. You, you know, this is, uh, the most recent when she was in Brockmire, right? Steve,
4: she's going to be a contestant on who wants to be a Millionaire. That's it. Yeah. Oh,
0: okay. thank you, Nick. Gotcha. Um, so she turns 49 today. Kim Coles, uh, actress and comedian from, uh, in living color and living single. She is 59 today. We had her on the show. Did we have her on the show? I think we better
3: had her in the studio,
4: didn't okay. we? We did. Yeah. Yeah. She was really cool.
0: Oh Yeah. Nick pulled up a photo of her. Yeah. I remember her.
2: Yeah, she was nice.
0: Really nice. Uh, she turns 59 today. She was great. Uh, Tony.
3: Kathy has the fondest <laughs> memories. Her and Kim went out and had a Manny Patty afterwards.
0: Uh, her and da- David Faustino drove them. <laughs> uh, Tony Kay, former keyboardist for Yes. Yes. Uh, is yes to seven. Yes. And he was he was in and out of the band. He was in uh, an early, uh, like early 70s uh, part of the band. And then he jumped back in right about the time that 90125 came out. Uh, which was an outstanding album. I just love excellent. that album. It, yeah. There's a, that's another perfect case. If you take
3: Pink Floyd, you know Waters, Sons Waters, and and, then, and same thing with Yes.
0: Both versions I love. I yeah. think are great. Yep. Uh, so Tony K turned seventy six today. And the last yes. birthday I saw <laughs> it's them singer actor Cody Simpson. I don't know who that is. Cody Simpson is is he on the uh, is he on the
3: No, it's not. Ah, Then go to hell,
0: Cody Simpson. Cody Simpson is 24. I don't know if that clues it in for you a little bit, but that's all the information I have. And I didn't take time to look up who Cody Simpson is. I think he was dating
3: Miley Cyrus. Oh, um, Nick, can you do a yeah. check on that as well since you're sure. the answer man today? Nick yeah. is
0: looking him up Cody now. Simpson. He's Australian. And he uh. w- I will guarantee you he was dating Miley Cyrus. Wait, no, that's a singer-songwriter, Nick. This is, well, it's a he singer-actor. So. Yes. Steve from what?
4: 2009, uh, sorry, 19 to 2020.
0: Yes. Dated Miley Cyrus.
4: Hey,
0: hey. Uh, before, that,
5: Ooh. Ooh.
0: before that, he dated uh, Gigi Hadid. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and if you, I'm sure you remember, he was the robot on the Australian Masked Singer, right? In uh, 2019, yeah. hey, by the way,
6: have
3: you seen any clips of, so the, of the Masked Dancer? No, I. It's um, the dumbest goddamn
0: thing. I mean, it makes the Masked Singer look brilliant. I saw a name of someone who was revealed, and it was a fairly. Decent name, yeah, I just don't remember who it was. Uh, yeah, somebody who's a little bit higher profile than the usual, Some, somewhat famous, yeah, but I can't remember who it was. What no, you... I've not seen it. This is it really well, stupid. They're
3: dancing in costumes, yeah, and, and it's you know, it's I don't know, is I don't know how it's doing in the ratings,
0: yep, I don't know. Uh, Cody Simpson, though, we do know is 24. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question this morning. Uh, poisonous plant, the same family as wild carrots, was used to execute the philosopher Socrates. Name that plant, 215-263-WMMR, the number. And I will go to uh, Cindy and see if she knows the answer. Hey, Cindy, good morning.
7: Cindy! <laughs> good morning. <laughs>
0: All right, Cindy, what is the uh, the plant that was used to poison Socrates?
7: A hemlock. Yes, yeah! poison
0: hemlock.
5: Hemlock, man.
0: One moment, Cindy. Hemlock, man. Yeah, man. Cindy, we are going to set you up with a $50 Caraba's Italian Grill gift card. Uh, Eating lighter, Caraba's Italian Grill hedge covered. You can enjoy main courses under 500 calories like Tuscan Grilled Pork Chop. Uh, for those counting calories this time of year, you can visit Carrabba's dot com to view the lighter menu today. So there's hemlock,
3: and I think um, belladonna is another one. Isn't that one that's used occasionally, am I,
4: as a poison? As am I? Am I? Don't
0: know.
3: I miss.
4: Nick, can you (laughs) I'll check that. But you know what, Steve? Uh, The funny thing or an interesting thing about uh, poison hemlock is that it's one of those plants that is poisonous, but it looks like another plant that's not. Yeah. Queen's Anne's lace or something like that. That's it. Yeah, so people get them confused and uh, ingest a poisonous one when they're not supposed to. So the the wise thing to do is eat a little bit. And if you feel sick, don't eat a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. Don't eat much more. Don't eat too much more.
0: Uh, Let's go through the box office to show you what times we're living in. Wonder Woman 1984 is number one. Uh, With $3 million, followed by Crudes, A New Age. Uh, Then you have News of the World, Monster Hunter Fatale. Promising Young Woman was six, followed by Pinocchio, The War with Grandpa. Uh, Come Play was number nine, and Half Brothers. War with Grandpa has been on there for like, it's been in the top ten for like two months now, right? I'm going to be curious to see at the end of this, like, what will be the, you know,
3: being in the top ten was a badge of honor, you know, for the longest time. Yeah.
4: The, the, the Crudes Part Two has been in for months now, right? Uh, uh, yeah, Crudes is in seven weeks. Bad Grandpa, or no, I'm sorry, War with Grandpa, fourteen weeks. Fourteen weeks. Yeah.
0: Wow. <laughs> it's, okay. a, it's, it's a hit. Yep, yep. All right, so let's dive into some of the entertainment stories. Uh, news of Olivia Wilde's romance with Harry Styles shocked many, uh, but it especially hurt her longtime fiance, former fiance uh, Jason Sudeikis. Uh, page Six reports. Uh-huh.
8: Am so
0: shocked. Uh, news of Wild and Sudeikis' split hit in November. Uh, the pair share two children, but sources tell Page Six that Wild and Styles got together in October. Wow, sounds like a country Style. music act, doesn't it? I love I'm it. Wild
3: and I'm Styles. We're here to entertain you,
0: good folks. Uh, while <laughs> reports have claimed that Wild and Sudeikis had broken up in early 2020, others tell Page Six that they broke up after Wild and Styles got together. <laughs> Uh Olivia and Jason are having issues like any other couple, but Jason loves Olivia. He completely adores her. This is a source saying this, and that's what makes this so hard. He's always been committed to making the family work. Uh, the source added, people have tried to make out that Harry and, and Olivia have only been dating for the past few weeks, but that's not right. Uh, that's a lie. Jason found out about Harry and pushed the conversation. Olivia then asked for a separation and news of the split was made public. So, hey, do you think uh, Harry Styles
2: is a good-looking guy, Kathy? Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's good-looking, yeah. You know what?
0: I I have um listen,
3: I I don't listen to much of the music, but um you saw Dunkirk, Ryan Preston, he was in that. I did, yeah. yeah. Who
0: did he I didn't know that he was He played Winston Churchill. I didn't no, know that no. I was watching him. Yeah, yeah,
3: he's he's one of the one of the soldiers on the beach.
0: He is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, um I didn't recognize anybody that really sucked, so... He was, he was, yeah. he was private styles. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was good. He's been in a few movies. Must have been halfway it. decent. Yeah. Okay. Uh Prince Harry, Meghan Markle have zero plans to use social media platforms like Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook again after amassing 10 million plus Instagram followers when they were working royals. A source close to them... Told the Times of London that social media doesn't have any part of what they see as their progressive role in the U.S. What's their MySpace handle? Uh, They also became disillusioned with the hate that they were met with on social media. But they didn't didn't know that was going to come? Well, they just didn't like it and became disillusioned with it. Uh, The charity, Archwell, will also not have a presence on social media. Uh, To be determined is if accounts will be set up for any of their multi-million projects with Netflix and Spotify. Uh, in October, Megan spoke out against social media. Uh, she said, I've made a personal choice to not have any account, so I don't know what's out there. And many ways, that's helpful for me. I have a lot of concerns for people that have become obsessed with it. And it is so much a part of our daily culture for so many people that it's an addiction, like many others. Well,
3: you've, you've see, well you, know, we, we watch, you watch this series on, uh, what's the name of it? I'm having a brain fart. About- social Dilemma? Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then other documentaries... When you're, that's the first thing you go to. You're wiring your brain yes. to to look for that. It becomes a a a, a, a drug of yeah. sorts for you. Yeah, I've and, I've, and I, I, the, Preston, the
0: people I see who are the happiest currently don't go on social media. Yeah, I've I've taken a, a nice break from yeah, it. And, and I haven't posted anything in over a month now, and I'm I'm not even looking, and it's just uh, it's been nice. I posted one video of me sitting on my
3: Roomba. Uh, yeah, never yeah, right yeah.
0: you wearing a shark thing? Yeah, I on was. I had a shark fin on my head. That, okay. was, that was it. Yeah. That's what I want to do. God, God. I would. Li- <laughs> you know what we need? We need a and a, a human little sized Roomba <laughs> that we can just do little circles on. Yeah. Oh my God! And ride I think there would be. Somebody's got to make one.
3: Such a Zen element yeah. to that, wouldn't there? Yeah. <laughs> let the room. Let the Roomba take you. Yeah. Wherever. Just
0: randomly. Yeah. And you don't know where you're you
3: going to be, what there. you're going to be facing. Go for the it. ride. I love so that. Great. All right. We got to work on that now. I got to write that, that down. That in a fire truck. Yeah.
6: Uh,
0: so let's see here. Uh, as she said, so uh, it's an addiction like many others. Uh, there are very few things in this world where you call the person who is engaged with it a user, she says.
3: I saw, uh, and somebody else was pointing out an article that
0: the world got on fine prior to social media. Yes. 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 It
3: really did.
0: Yeah. Um, all right, other royal news. We need some royal music oh, to, to okay. fill this out.
9: Well, nice. so with Harry and Meghan, they're not royal anymore. So that's I re- true. So I wrestle with that. Well, do I play the music or, or do I not play, play the uh, music? Um, so, what's happening.
0: Yeah. We're, we're talking about <laughs> okay, Meghan. that's yes. what Bow. I will do. Bow. 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 I got you, bro. All right. <laughs> Queen Elizabeth II and the Duke of Edinburgh have received their COVID-19 vaccinations, a Buckingham Palace spokesperson said on Saturday. The inoculations were administered by a household doctor at Windsor Castle. Did you see the footage? It was adorable because the
3: doctor was with Prince Philip, he was doing with his index fingers, he was poking the his stomach
0: and going... <laughs> oh, just to, yeah, him yeah, just to, to distract bit. him a little bit? Yeah, to
3: and then gave him a shot.
0: Uh, to prevent inaccuracies and further speculation, Her Majesty, who is uh, 94, decided that she would let it be known that she has had the vaccination. I do it. Uh Her husband is 99 years old. Uh, The couple's son, Prince Charles, tested positive for coronavirus and went into isolation in March. The 72-year-old later said that he was lucky to only experience mild symptoms, adding that he had gotten away uh, with it quite lightly. I got to say this.
3: Both of them in their 90s look really good. Yeah, they do. Like Prince Philip looks, for 99, looks sensational.
0: Yeah, exactly. He, He really does for that advanced age. Uh, meanwhile, the grandson, Prince William, second in line to the British throne, also tested positive for uh, coronavirus earlier this year, Although uh, exactly when he uh, contracted the virus is unclear.
3: They put on a jujitsu demonstration, too, which was a really cool question. Did you see that?
0: <laughs> no, I missed that. Yeah. I would love to have seen that. Uh, the U.K. has recorded more than three million cases of COVID-19 and more than 80,000 deaths, according to figures from Johns Hopkins University. Uh, the U.K. reported...
4: I just want to sit here like doing somersaults in. And- no says he notice he comes at me from the back. I use his own momentum.
0: Yes. <laughs> uh, three. Uh, let's see. Uh, the UK reported 1,325 coronavirus-related uh, fatalities on Friday. Its highest ever daily increase in deaths. She's holding the gun in my face. <clears throat> see that? <clears throat> Health officials uh, face a deadly start to 2021 as a new coronavirus variant first detected in the UK sweeps the nation. Uh, In the capital, London's mayor declared a major incident on Friday morning uh, that hospitals in the city were close to being overrun. Uh, Actor and former California governor Arnold Schwarzenegger has compared the storming of the U.S. Capitol by supporters of Donald Trump to Nazi violence against Jews in a deeply personal video that was posted on Twitter. Uh, Schwarzenegger, a Republican Party member and longtime critic of Trump, likened the siege uh, to the Capitol building last week to Kristallnacht, or the Night of Broken Glass, when Jewish-owned businesses and institutions were destroyed by the Nazis in 1938 and dozens were killed. He had said in the video, uh, I published this on Sunday to Twitter, uh, they did not just break down the doors to the building that housed American democracy. uh, They trampled the very principles on which our country was founded. Uh, Drawing on his childhood experiences in post-war Austria, Schwarzenegger warned against the threats to democracy uh, from lies and intolerance and uh, cautioned against uh, mainstream complicity. He said, now, I grew up. In the ruins of a country that suffered the loss of its democracy, growing up, I was surrounded by broken men drinking away the guilt over their participation in the most evil regime in history. Not all of them were rabid anti-Semites or Nazis. Men, uh, many just went along step by step down the road. They were people next door. Uh, Arnold had revealed that he had he had domestic violence at the hands of his father, and he had never shared anything like this before. He said, "Now uh, I've never shared this uh, so publicly because." Uh, It's a painful memory, but my father would come home drunk once or twice a week, and he would scream and hit us and scare my mother. Uh, It did not hold him. I do not hold him totally responsible because our neighbor was doing the same thing to his family, and so was the next neighbor over. I heard it with my own ears and saw it with my own eyes. Schwarzenegger said Trump, who would be remembered as the worst president in U.S. history, had sought a coup of misleading people with lies. Uh, The actor urged Americans to put aside their political beliefs now and to heal together. So he had posted that yesterday and added some very personal information in there as well. It's a,
4: it's a pretty powerful video, but then at the, towards the end, he busts out the uh, the Conan sword. Right. And um, compares that to, you know, to democracy or whatever. It, I thought that, that was kind of cool that he had the Conan sword in his collection.
0: I, I, I recognized it immediately. Did you? Oh, yeah. I did yeah, not. As soon as he held it up, you could see the, the handle and everything. I'm like, that's the Conan sword. Kylie Jenner unfollowed most of her friends on Instagram, leaving just 28 accounts on her watch list. The 23-year-old unfollowed Sophia Ritchie, uh, Rosalia, Harry Hudson, Victoria Villaroy, I don't know who that is, Ariel Tejada, uh, Iris Palmer, and others. Uh, She's following mostly family now. Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Rob, Kendall, Chris... Caitlin, Brandon Jenner, and Brody Jenner among those uh, that she merits worth a follow. Uh, she also follows Travis Scott and FF Anastasia Stasi Karen Nicolo. That's okay. What, what does FF mean? Friend forever? Uh, F-face. F face. Uh, F football. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Free <Freeform? laughs> uh, she, she follows Travis Scott and FF Anastasia. I'm Fabulous fritters. It's, because it's open up a Calabasca. It should be BFF, right? Name. Well
2: that would
0: yeah. Most uh, well, she Cor- forgot the letter B.
2: Maybe it's not her best friend.
0: Also I like that letter. Courtney's ex Scott Disick, and Chris's longtime boyfriend, Corey Gamble, plus business and fan accounts. You've got a veritable think tank with that collection. No uh word on whether drama or just a social media cleanse inspired the purge. Meanwhile, Kylie's deal with Cody is under the microscope. Last year, Cody shelled out six hundred million dollars to gain a controlling stake in in her Kylie Cosmetics company, and moved to make it competitive with CoverGirl and Max Factor. But a year later, Kylie has bolstered the brand's visibility, but has also presented challenges. Cody CEO, Sue Nabi said that uh, at the time of purchase, on one side, you have Kylie Jenner knowing the next thing, that people are looking for it. Then you combine that with the fantastic machinery of a company that is Cody. But then COVID happened. The company said Kylie's skin... Tripled in the quarter that ended this October, but that supply chain distributions depressed sales figures. You know, end of year. As you say that, I literally feel myself dying inside. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, but here, if this, maybe this will pep Okay, up, please. On Friday, Kim revealed that Keeping Up With The Kardashians wrapped filming... For good. Wow. So
3: well, for good on E!, right? I guess so. Whatever version of the show is going to port over to Hulu.
0: Let's just hold on to that All in right, case yeah, it yeah. actually is the final one. All right, we'll take that. Maybe this will pep you up, Steve. <laughs> Kristen Cavallari. Yeah. And Jeff Die are taking their relationship <laughs> to the next oh. level. By the way, you know, I finally put two and two together. Do you
3: remember that show that, um, that we were talking with William Shatner, on Friday that he was on where he and Henry Winkler and Terry Bradshaw... Yeah. They had one young guy with them. Yeah. That was Die. That was that Jeff was the, that was the guy with them. Was he like the host or no, is he, he was, just going he was like on? the young guy who was going along okay. and, and and giving sort of a, a quasi comedic take on things. Okay. And that's the dude that she is with now.
0: Um you approve? <laughs> is anybody really good enough for Kristen Cavallari? I don't know. On Friday, the pair appeared on Instagram Live with friends, and he said that his longest relationship is about four months. And she teased him, and they exchanged "I love yous" before Cavallari hung up. She was uh, such a dickhead. Linked (laughs) to die in October after splitting from husband Jay Cutler. Uh, Princess Diana's former lover uh, Hasnat Khan uh, is speaking out about the late royal, saying that uh, she was. Manipulated during her now famous BBC interview, which is under investigation, he had said one of her most attractive qualities was her vulnerability. Uh, it was what endeared her to the public. I later realized that Martin picked up those vulnerabilities and exploited them. Uh, Khan said uh, that he was he was very persuasive with Diana. It was all about him being from the BBC, being respectable and very pious, even. But he filled her head with rubbish. He said.
3: What's going on with this investigation again? I don't know. So they're investigating a years-old interview. Mm -hmm. Yes. Is that correct?
0: Yes. And for the express purpose of what? I don't know. maybe uh, Maybe to shut Bashir down somehow or another.
3: I mean, he's pretty much considered a pariah right now. I mean, he lost... He's lost a number of gigs. Listen, right. I was enthralled with his coverage of Michael Jackson and all that stuff. But even there was stuff in that that he padded and contorted. You know, after the fact, I still believe a lot of things about Michael Jackson that were conveyed during that are true. But I'm just curious as to why they're bringing this yeah. one up and focusing in on it.
0: I don't. I don't know, man. I mean, you know, with with the. Um with the Crown and its popularity the, the TV show maybe that more it. focus has come back on to Diana again, yeah. and uh, I, maybe it's drumming up all this stuff, and they're mm. wanting to you know I'm not really sure I've been watching it, and it's it they, they you really think you're watching those people when you watch that show. the gal who is playing Diana is so much like her, it's incredible so hence the royal family's
3: desire to have sort of a yeah a preamble to the <laughs> yes. show that's saying some of this is speculative,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, after watching her late father's last week of shows for Jeopardy, Nikki Trebek shared her love for her extraordinary father, Alex Trebek. Uh, she had posted on Facebook a screenshot uh, which read, "We miss you forever, Dad. Uh, Jeopardy forever." We actually have some clips. We do. Did you watch it on
3: Friday? I did. Y- yeah, yeah. It was. It was. Uh, honestly, you would have had no idea. Yeah. Not one single idea and uh there was uh, my wife and i were tearing up like crazy
0: unless you unless you're a regular viewer his voice sounded a little rough a little rough uh, and he, that's about he, it and he, he, looked, and he a, looked a little a, gaunt a tick in his, in his in his cheeks but in execution but nothing obvious No. oh no an execution is no. flawless yeah. as always uh so here's here's a clip of him uh with the sign off which was which was pretty standard yeah. you know and and shows to his uh, professionalism his, yeah, yeah exactly 24401 you could have made it an even twenty-five
3: thousand in honor of the day, but congratulations and Merry
0: Christmas to you both.
3: And thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for spending the time with us. We'll see you again next week.
0: So I, I wasn't expecting oh, him to say next week. Next week. Claire uh, my wife started crying. Uh, I, well when they when they rolled the tribute, yeah, I, I started getting yeah, yeah. Uh, choked up and uh, is that what this is? Yeah, it's-, it's
3: just a collection of clips you know it, it was a montage they played at the end. this is yeah. a, an excerpt from that.
6: I would do it It really make me feel
1: inadequate.
10: Sorry about that do Why do
1: I even set them up for these things I don't want you to know I don't dance that I look back. If you're not, I have complete control today. No, 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 no. sure. thin. We were down and out.
3: We still came back to win. Priceless entertainment. You are
0: right. No, you're not right. <laughs> I still have no regret. In the video montage, the one that I had never seen is him in full Gene Simmons, yes, so great. <laughs> <laughs> makeup, the outfit, the whole thing. So I'm assuming that was for Halloween that or something was, like that. Uh, within the past couple of years. It oh was God. spectacular. Uh, Whoever Aww. did that yeah, yeah. on him, I mean, he he looked amazing. Uh, but yeah, it showed you know what a fun guy he was because yeah. you know him as a pretty uh, serious, straight ahead, uh, you know host. But um, so Ken Jennings gets started today, right? Uh, they, they're either, a pause, it, having him uh, guest host. I don't know. Uh, that's a good question. Oh, just so the, the assumption the two people
3: are are Ken Jennings and Katie Kirk that we've heard correct, and I don't know if they are going to take a little
0: pause before they they start. We'll see. Yeah. So sad. Very sad. Um, the Sex and City revival has been confirmed by HBO Max. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. I was literally high kicking around the house when I heard the news. Uh, Cynthia Nixon and Kristen Davis have all signed up for 10 episodes titled And Just Like That.
3: Were you a fan,
2: Kathy? Um, uh, no, not really. Do you ever watch any
3: of it? I never I did. watched one Centella of any episode. It became such a thing that I, I said,
0: I need to at least try to understand why it's such a thing. I I was so far behind it that years after it had ended, you guys had told me that the one guy's name was Mr. Big and she never found out his real name. And I'm like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I tried to get into it because
2: everybody was so into it. And I just like people when I say I don't watch it, people are like, really, you didn't watch it?
3: A friend of mine who's gay said that uh, the show is basically the dialogue sounds like Gay men talking through women,
2: <laughs> Be- a- a-
3: a- a- and so uh, and I thought that was very funny. But uh, yeah, I t- it it just didn't catch
9: me the whole way that it was. It very titillating. Was it like oh yeah, uh, yeah? It okay. was, was in other lot words, of the reason why I started
3: to get to to try to at least see what the story was. There were those things about you know the funky spunk and all that stuff. Remember that that thing where you yeah. could, you could taste. Uh And a man's essence and Mm -hmm. and all of this stuff. And those were little things that started to become, you know, like like Seinfeldisms. You started to have a few of those. So maybe this is worth looking into.
11: Yeah, Steve, you nailed it. It was very much like Seinfeld for, like, single girls. And the whole Mr. Big thing, I got years later when, like, my friends would be dating somebody. And they would go on a date. And they'd be like, oh, I went on a date with, um, and they'd have a nickname for him. Because that's how you would remember which guy it was. Uh, okay, know, okay. Yeah. All uh, right. I, I went on a date with a martini guy. Okay. And it's like the guy you met at the bar who ordered martinis, mm-hmm. or drank martinis. And then you just, you only knew him as martini guy. And when you like try to transition into like, this is Joe, you're like, you're, he's martini guy, right?
3: You <laughs> know, it's funny though. It's a, and I just, in my brief time with the show, the guy who is Mr. Big, a Chris Noth, I mm-hmm. guess. What, yeah. Uh, I was like, this guy's, this seems like not a kind of person she would be going for. Do you agree with
11: that, Marissa?
0: Oh, sorry. That's sorry.
11: okay. That's why he was kind of like her unicorn. Okay. Like she ended up with him but she didn't, and then she had all these other relationships she did at the end, but though. then she kept going back to him. And he was like the guy that she always wanted but couldn't have and wasn't supposed to be with. And yeah. yeah, it was like a nice little love triangle. It was good. It was good if you liked it. But there's no um, Samantha this time.
0: Oh, no. Mm-mm. She's not going to be on board. Wait, who's Samantha? Uh, Kim control She's a okay. whorey one. Okay. So Sarah captioned the trailer on Instagram. I couldn't help but wonder where are they now? And just like that is the catchphrase Carrie would use at the start of each episode of the hit comedy drama show. Um, the trio will be reunited for the first time on screen since the 2010 spinoff movie. It's been 10, 11 years since the spinoff movie. Mm. That's crazy. Uh, sex in the city 2, the sequels, uh, 2008 sex in the city was released. However, Kim Cattrall's character, Samantha Jones was notably absent from the trailer and it may not come as a surprise to fans that the 64 year old actress didn't want to return because she has been locked in a feud with Sarah Jessica Parker for some time. And it's been pretty brutal, too. And said in 2017 that she had, quote, never been friends with her before, and later insisting that she could have been nicer on the set of the popular show. So uh, she also insisted that she would take back anything or she wouldn't take back anything she said over the past few years. <laughs> Kim first publicly spoke of her feud with Sarah three years ago when she insisted that she, quote, wasn't friends with any of her Sex in the City co-stars, including Kristen and Cynthia. She had said at the time, we've never been friends. We've been colleagues. And in some ways, it's a very healthy place to be. No, she seems like a team player. Uh, Then she said she didn't know what Sarah Jessica's problem was before later slamming her as toxic and cruel. Mm. Uh, Kim also blasted Sarah for reaching out to her following the death of her brother, Chris Cattrall, who died February 2018. I remember that, and that was kind of weird. Well, Sarah Jessica Parker
3: did not directly contact Kim Cattrall to express her
9: she did it over social she media. She did it over social media.
0: Uh, the revival is due to enter production in the late spring, by That's, the way. So. I heard
9: that they were changing the theme song, too, which I think is pretty crazy. <laughs>
0: there we go. One more accurate.
9: Speaking.
0: Round <laughs> <Down> two. <laughs> Speaking of series, Netflix is launching a reality series called Bling Empire. Bling Empire. Which is set to follow a group of wealthy Asian American pals around Los Angeles. The eight-part series is shot in Beverly Hills and follows the friends as they go from parties to shopping sprees to running multi-billion dollar empires.
3: Is this already on the show?
0: Is there a version
3: of this show already on? Um,
0: I don't know. Uh, the show will debut January 15th. Okay. Because so they're so probably hitting it. Crazy Rich Asians uh, sort yeah, of a right. vibe. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, Christine Chu, Kane Lim, uh, Lim, I'm sorry, Kelly, me, Lee, and Kevin Kreider are among the stars.
3: Okay. Because I think I saw, uh, they maybe they're on a talk show talking about its premiere. Okay. Uh but um yeah, it's a, an impossibly
0: attractive cast doing what yeah. you'd expect them to do. By the way, uh anybody watch Bob's Burgers? Yes. I do, I love it. All right, lead character designer Dave Creek has died from injury sustained in a skydiving, you oh, know. What? Man. Yeah. Uh 20th uh Television Fox Entertainment and its Bento Box Entertainment Animation Studio Unit which produces Bob's Burgers said in a statement, "We're heartbroken at the tragic passing of Dave Creek, an extraordinary artist. Who had been with Bob's Burgers from day one. Uh, he was not just an incredible talent, but a beautiful person as well. And our hearts go out to his family, friends, and all his colleagues at the show who loved him oh. and are grieving today. So, wow. So
3: Bob's Burgers, in my mind, started slowly. And I was like, oh, oh, whatever. Whatever. And then it picked up steam, and the writing
4: is so sharp on it now, and now there's a spinoff series. Did you watch that, Nick? The one I did... have not, but oh, I, I, I could not agree with you more. Yeah. I, I liked it initially, but I was like, nah, you know, sort of take it or leave it. And and I thought for a stretch that Fox was doing too many animated shows. So did I. Yeah. And then this, Bob's Burgers is sharp and funny, yeah. and you really have, uh, I've come anyway, to to love all of the characters on it. It's not quite Simpsons level, but no. it's it's really gotten better over the years. Well, this guy,
0: one of the head guys. That sucks. Don't go skydiving. Uh, Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey put months of speculation to rest on Sunday when they shared photos of each other on Instagram. Ooh, uh, The Black Panther actor post, posted two dark and grainy photos with his new flame on uh, Sunday. He's thir- On Instagram? He's 33, yeah. So they're Instagram official, I Instagram guess. Instagram official. So he's 33, she's 23. Yeah, they're really, really... Art, artily done, artistically done, uh, dark, goodly photos. done, good, very goodly done, uh, and <laughs> really, they sh-
2: like that. You, that's artistic, or is it just a poorly lit photo? It's uh, well, well, I think
0: it's meant to be that way. It's mysterious. I yeah. can't. There, love is mysterious.
2: I can't stand <laughs> people who are trying to be artistic and it just and ends, fail miserably. Yeah, you fail. Miserably. I can't see what's
3: in the picture.
2: There is a, a. It's
3: like Game of Thrones.
2: There's a girl that I follow on Instagram, and she does it. Constantly, and I like—I don't know why. I don't, why would it bother me? It's just, I sh- it just—it shouldn't just shut up. But like every time I see it, like I feel myself getting angry a little bit. I, like, I what are you doing? You. What is this stupid picture?
0: Enough to unfollow her? Ah. <laughs> no, you want to? F- it, you would feel
9: better if you were just able to slap her. No, president, yes. because
2: I want to keep seeing it and getting annoyed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
9: I, I have a friend as well, and, and reason
0: to be pissed <laughs> off.
9: They don't live in the area or listen to the show, but they post photos with, like when they travel. They're just and. This person is not trying to be artistic, but they're just bad pictures. I'm like, what? Well, okay, what is
2: what is that? Wh- well, what, what what is this a picture what? of? What is this a what
9: picture is, of? What am I because at? there's the that? there's a can of soup <laughs> in the foreground, there's the a a, a tree that? in the background, <laughs> a half of a car. Like, what are you here's, taking a picture of? Here's here?
3: P- like, Preston going through the pictures. The
0: <laughs> is that? What the f- is this? The f- is that? What um. The f- so is this? it's almost as if the the camera. Randomly, like you accidentally started taking pictures. Yeah, it's that bad. It's just, you know, They're so not trying to be artists.
3: On the flip side of the coin, for Christmas, I got—I swear—the the new a new Sony uh, camera, like a real yeah. real camera. You accidentally take great pictures all the time, but there's that's right? the difference, and also the way it handles light and all that stuff. But I, I know
9: people try. <laughs> You also have to have an eye for it too, yeah. and a well, lot of people don't. Nick Murphy is, you know, listen. He and and actually, Marissa as well. They went to school for that, yeah. right? Like they actually sat in a classroom and learned about these things. And Nick was telling me about. I don't know if it's like the rule of threes. What is it? Is it? The yeah, th- it's the rule, rule of threes. threes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, like I was council of elders. I was doing that stuff by accident. Yeah. Know? Rule of thirds is what thirds it is, right? Is yeah. yeah is? Sorry, okay. not rule of threes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, apparently, I was doing it by accident. Oh, well, good. Be- well, you know, but like my friend. <laughs> It's
3: like it's not that it's hard. A, like these sort of things, Yeah. It's sort of stuff. The little trees and, 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 and the things and the that. And there's a foreground and the background and the aperture and the head stop m- and the, and stop the m- thing. But you just and get mad so, at me, Marissa, Marissa
0: knows what she's doing.
3: Miss well, Marissa knows what she's good to be.
11: Nick and I just want, if anyone listening wants to take anything away from this conversation, just fill the frame.
3: Fill the frame. Fill the frame. No, not
11: with this
2: girl. She fills it and it's so
11: annoying. Oh, well, except Kathy's annoying girl. But yeah, just watch your headroom. Watch, you know, don't cut off feet. Composition. Just fill the frame. Nicely. You
3: okay. can be creative.
11: Marissa pointed out to me
2: the feet, sorry, the feet cutting, cutting out people's feet. And now that also drives me insane. I'm like, why would you cut their feet off? It looks like they're half a person now.
0: Well, the giant headroom always gets me, like, you know, 50 feet above, above their the head. head. <laughs> yeah.
2: And the feet are cut off. Well, so my,
3: um, my wife, I'm just jumping here quickly, Nick, but my, when my wife <laughs> does her Zoom chance I, I'll walk over... <laughs> And I'll I'll take the camera. I'll take the the, the MacBook top mm. and tilt <laughs> it over. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's like,
5: <laughs> it's like no,
3: no one needs to. They they're not calling you to see our ceiling. Oh right. my
4: god! Uh, so if Michael B. Jordan's intent, uh, besides the grainy photo, was to get me to pay attention to his girlfriend, uh, that he accomplished that <laughs> because she is gorgeous, as you would expect. Lori Harvey is her name, and. She's
0: just a knockout. I've uh, speaking of uh, the, the the Zoom thing. I've I've gotten to know my mother's chin intimately now, <laughs> for when we video chat. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's all that I see. And I oh, and I, eventually pretty. I'm you... like, Mom, I I can't tell if you're happy or what because I can't see anything <laughs> right, other than right. your chin right and, now. But that, at least you, baby steps. <laughs> I got, you know, Like, I, I, like know. I
3: got um I got my wife. <laughs> like, it's she's... a it's cool little little things. It's it is a a a fill light. That sits that you can attach right to the top of yeah. your yeah, so you know, and then just kind of fills in the you look mm-hmm. human. Yeah. Little tweaks make you look
0: better. Oh, like, Mom, you see that little picture of you on there, right there? <laughs> That's yeah, you, see, what I'm you can't see your face. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm seeing. right You're like
4: now. one of those. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> <mumbles> <clears throat> <clears throat> uh, has she uh, has she held it up to her ear? Because I've gotten that one. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that okay. happened
0: actually. My dad did that. Okay, so his wife, my stepmother, has a smartphone. My dad does not. He has a flip phone. Okay. So I call I I do a. I do a FaceTime oh, to Beverly's phone and then all, and it just <laughs> opens up on my dad's ear. It's oh, it hilarious. I mean inside the ear yeah. canal. I've got that it one. was
4: awesome. It's enjoyable. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're yep. still making a connection. Yep.
0: All right, so anyhow, uh, so these two, Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey, who is stunning, as you would imagine. are insta-official. Insta-official, yep. Uh, they look as though they were about to kiss in the picture. Oh, my God, oh, they, they kiss? Look. Wow. They, they were about to kiss. looks like very sexy. Maybe they're still waiting on that. All right, um, let's do the clips now. A lone scientist races through the Arctic Circle to contact a space crew returning home to a mysterious global catastrophe in the midnight sky. Here, David uh, Oyelowo, I assume is how you say his name. I'm not sure. Yes. Uh, Discusses working with co-star and director George Clooney. Here we go.
8: In ways that are almost imperceptible, George creates an environment where you get to do your work well. It's actually a a very seamless, incredibly civilized um, uh, way of of working. He very much treats everyone else around
9: him in the way he would like to be treated. (laughs) Uh, The Midnight Midnight Sky is
0: streaming now on Netflix.
9: I watched it a couple of weeks ago. I enjoyed it, but I was actually talking about it over the weekend. There's something that bothers me, Steve, and I know you love the movie Grey. The Grey. I do. There's something that bothers me in these, like, set in the Arctic movies, and it's when these people... Too much snow? No, when they get wet, right? And so in this movie, I'm not giving anything away. Like... If your feet get wet, you're dead. You're done. You know what I mean. And then these people get fully submerged in water. Yeah. In the remnant, re- or remnant, I, I it, first of all it makes me uncomfortable. But yeah. second of all, like in real life, I mean, th- this person's gonna die, right? Well,
3: they're gonna they're they're in harsh conditions anyway. It's not an automatic death sentence if you take precautions. But it's it's it, it makes it more unlikely you're gonna do
0: well yeah. if you're sopping wet.
3: No, but right, I, I, I hear what you're saying.
0: Here's the next clip. We can fix it. In news of the world, Civil War veteran Captain Jefferson Kyle forges the harsh terrains of Texas in order to return a young girl to her family. And in this clip, Tom Hanks opens up about what it was like to work with 12-year-old Helena Zengel.
4: I cannot stress enough the incredible power of young Helena. It shows up on screen you know it shows up in 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 small little moments because that girl threw
0: me curled balls again and again and again
4: and she wasn't doing it to throw me curved balls she was just being her
0: <laughs> news of the world is in theaters now and on demand starting on january 15th. so it's a baseball movie no yeah. It's not, and okay. I don't know why she was throwing curveballs, but... <laughs> all right, and there you go. That's what we have in our entertainment report. We... Oh, yeah, it's a stunning. Nick's pointed outside. Just a Gorgeous. beautiful sunrise today, so at least we got that going for us. And multiple chances to win $500, all right? We are less than an hour away from No Sad Doe, your first shot at it, and then it happens again at uh, 10 a.m. and noon two, 4 6 and 8 p.m. today. Seven different shots at winning that money. In fact, the details are right here. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Stay with us.
2: MMR spotlights the best rock in Philadelphia with Jackson's local shots.
4: That's right. And this month's band is Party Muscles.
9: your local shots artist of the month check them out every wednesday at 6 30 right here on the mighty mmr
7: and you can
2: hear and see more now at wmr.com keyword local shots sponsored by family and
1: company jewelers find a band that rocks her world at family
2: 93.3 3 wmr everything that rocks philly
0: so we were chatting last night and and Kath shared a story with us about a friend uh, who had a doctor's appointment? I think it was Kathy.
2: Yeah, it's like a televisit, a telemedicine we're, visit.
0: Yeah, we were just talking about um, you know Zoom conferencing and all that stuff, and and you know maybe speaking to relatives and so on. And framing a shot. Yeah, framing a so shot. so that you're you're seen. My mom always she's always laying down when I talk to her, and she holds. I guess <laughs> this we have a thing called the gram pad, which is yeah. like an iPad, and she holds it down low, and so I get I always get this shot going up. Uh, it looks like a looming, you know, uh, intimidating <laughs> camera angle, but she only frames in part of her chin, and that's all that I see. So we're yep. all coping with different.
3: Yeah, you love them, oh, and obviously the the grandpa has been a, a godsend, but mm-hmm. you would like to see the full face of the woman who gave birth yeah. to him. But listen to this. Yeah, so
0: Kathy's friend had a doctor's appointment.
2: Yeah, she had a doctor's appointment, and uh, it was you know over the computer, and so she just assumed they would be like chatting and talking about uh, I guess whatever it is the checkup was for. What and kind of doctor is this? So the doctor was uh, it was with her gynecologist. Oh, okay. And so, so she team. was trying to explain something to her, and finally at one point the gynecologist said, "You know what? You're going to have to show me." Oh my god! And so she. Took her pants off and straddled the computer. Oh
3: my. Nice to know. She was at work.
2: Oh. I was like, wait, wait, back up. I was like, "What? you you had to show her? And she was like, yeah. She's like, listen, I've been going to her for years. Like, you know, so it, it was okay. It was fine. So I even texted my neighbor who's a gynecologist and I said, do you do this with your patients? And she's like, well, no, we don't. Uh, but she's like, I guess some people do. Well,
3: okay. So. I- you know, so with, it's with with televisits have become a thing, and and, and the, the discussion is um, if this is going to be something. Uh, Doctor Mike seems to think it's going to be you know a, a ongoing. A, yeah, I, I hope mean so. so. Yeah,
0: yeah. I to be be really honest,
3: do. If you can just go, I have this rash. On my arm instead of driving across the city. Here's your copay now. Yeah. Call in my prescription. Call it in. You got this. <laughs> yeah. If, if, and by the way, if you can clear waiting rooms and
0: stuff for people with more serious yeah. things, yeah. that's a positive. Listen, we had, there was a, uh, it was more in the thick of COVID when, when things were right. a little bit more touchy. And uh, not that, you know, it's gotten any yeah. better, but but our, our uh, fear of it was a little bit stronger a little while back. And- So I had a a teleconference with a specialist uh, whom I would regularly go into the waiting room and wait minimum hour and a half uh, past my Mm -hmm. uh, appointment schedule. And this one... Right on time, yeah. done deal, in and yeah. out. It was so easy to do. If you can do it now, now I, the I had to show him my butthole. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Other yeah. than that, it was okay. No, hold, hold it up there. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. But I would say <laughs> this then, right? If you're going to call your gyno, and uh, this is the one who is, maybe call on your phone for ease of use. Right, yeah, so you can hold it down. The <laughs> right press. It right, right. It's right, right, harder right. to put your iMac up to your cooter. Oh right? my god! I, I mean, to me,
2: <laughs> I think it was just. just Jumped over it. (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to
3: ask what was the issue, but did it get it done? Was... You know, was it? Oh yeah, I see it right there.
2: Yeah, it looks like Ida. Oh right, like did I don't know. I didn't go okay. further into the conversation. I was just shocked. That How she, did that get in there? She actually <laughs> had to do that,
0: Steve. You know, I mean, like uh, like anything else that we've seen in in COVID times, we've seen some industries have had had a boom because there's now a demand. Maybe like at home stirrups and stuff like uh, that. Why not? And, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Oh it could end up being an industry.
2: Time for my <laughs> appointment. <laughs> absolutely.
0: Uh, you know
3: what you do? Just take the the uh, the, the, the K- Casey. You're you're a cyclist. Just yeah. get on your bike and put them up on the handlebars. <laughs> you could
9: do that.
0: Uh, hang on a second. I want to go to uh, Carl. Uh, Carl, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, what up, oranges? Oh, yeah. wait,
8: no, your triangles.
0: Oh, um, oh wait a minute. What was that from? What is that from?
8: It was me. When Casey was talking <laughs> about that dumb Cracker Barrel game. <laughs> oh, that's <orange>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ah,
5: the game. <laughs> What's up, Carl. <laughs>
8: You know, we always mess up our shapes and colors. It's all
5: good. Yes, yeah.
8: Um, So I had what I thought was a weird um, bulge in my belly button area. And I thought, you know, this is kind of weird. I should tell a nurse, like my sister's a nurse, and she said, you have to send us a picture and we can look at it. So I'm like how am I going to take a belly button selfie? I work in a machine shop. So I'm standing there with my new phone, like uh, with the camera facing me, with holding my shirt up with my chin, trying to take a picture in the middle of this welding machine shop. And my boss comes over. He goes, uh, am I, disturbing anything <laughs> i said no i said i'm just trying to take a picture of my belly button which was an even dumber response because yes. i should have just said hey i think i have a hernia mm-hmm. so you know i got the right angle i didn't have to straddle the phone thank god but they did wind up sending me to the hospital and i did have an umbilical hernia
0: wow wow, so wow. it worked it ended up being uh, the, the thing that needed to be done okay. you should just told your yeah, boss it was for your, your only actually- fans page <laughs>
8: Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, belly buttons only. Right. I had that as emergency surgery. It was like wow. my belly
3: button, so it saved my life. No, so so there you go. So and that saved you the time they could diagnose it right over there and get you in for something more serious. But still, I guarantee you, you know, there are people who, uh, in opportune nice. moments, the door opens up and you have the iPhone up your ass. Right? Uh, you know what? What is this, doc?
0: Here's here's a text that says I I almost broke my penis having sex. We've heard of that yes. before. Um, and had to do a Zoom call and show the doctor. It was awkward at first, uh, but she's seen many penises. He says, but so. it was her.
3: It was his dentist. No, but the the, uh, um, the the that's rather common. And if something like that could be taken care, you know what? Would you feel? Let me ask you. You're in the privacy of your own home. Would you feel even more comfortable in, in the confines of your own home?
0: You're not in a doctor's office. I think that the fact that they might be, what might be in the back of someone's mind is that, is this being recorded? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And can yep. somebody else get yep. their hands on this type of thing? Of course it's being recorded. <laughs> um, so, listen, I've, I've gotten used to dropping trowel and, and letting yeah. whatever doctors need to do, whatever they need to do. And um, it's never, I never look forward to it, obviously, but uh, it doesn't bother me now, but no. it may have it at another age. That's wild, though. For
3: And I wonder just how extensive, w- with something like gynecology or something that's, you know, that you kind of need to take a look at. You can't simply just describe your symptoms. Right. How often the, the doctors are inclined to say, well, hold
0: it up to the camera. Right, right. <laughs>
2: exactly. I mean, it's got to be happening. Yeah.
0: Hold yeah. it up to the camera. <laughs> Let me go to uh, Lexi. Hi, Lexi. Good morning.
7: Oh, good morning. Hi. What, hey,
0: what's up, Lexi?
7: So I work for um, a family medicine doctor, um, and we do tell them this all the time. And sometimes patients, I make the appointments. They'll tell me, oh, I need an appointment for a sinus infection, and I'll put them in. And then all of a sudden, the doctor will see them for the sinus infection, and they'll be like, oh, well, actually, I have this other problem, too. And then they'll, like, drop their pants or take <laughs> off their shirt. <laughs> so, with,
0: So without being asked, without being asked, hey, look at this, doc, that type of thing.
7: Correct. that's exactly it. I have this other issue. And then the doctor will come out and be like, I'm not doing this.
3: <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's hilarious.
7: Yeah. Yeah. So we bring those in because we don't want to see that through telemed, you know? We'd rather see them in office, but... yeah sometimes
3: they just don't care. <laughs> no, I understand that. I know you're an ear doctor, but could you look at this? It's up near my rectum. Wow. Yeah, I, it, but <laughs> nice people subject. misunderstand the um, the parameters of what a various, various doctors are uh, concerned with. I don't know. I, I think, for me, it, it, it represents a whole new possibility, as you said, Preston. If you go and you show and you're sitting in the office for an hour and a half, and you have a time, and, and you, you've got things to do during your day, and you're, you're you know, so what should have... Could be done in ten minutes. Takes two and a half, three
0: hours. To me, that's a win. I'm I'm, I'm wondering to what extent it'll be because it, when you when you go in for almost anything, a couple of things they almost always do are weigh you, check your temperature, uh, just to get a, a basic right vibe on your your overall well being. So I wonder if they're able to. When we return to normal, if they would be able to overlook those couple of things, you know what I mean? Well,
3: there are things now, by the way, and this is part of where the industry is going. And I saw an article on this where you would actually have, whether it be through your Apple watch or your yeah. phone, or, or you, you'd take your temperature. Your it would send the data to the doctor in real time. Yeah. And, you ta- you know, your vitals, your your blood pressure, however, you know, even like a remotely controlled cuff or something. Be cool. That'd be able to do it. So, Yeah. In order
0: to to skip the hassle of going to the doctor, I'd be happy with that. In a heart, listen.
1: Man.
3: What if what if you had something that had to be removed and the doctor talked Rochelle through? It? Oh my would, god! Would you, yeah. <laughs> right? Would you I be would up for complete, that?
0: I would have complete confidence. I mean, she's her. so good with the YouTube stuff. Uh, here is a text that says I have eczema on my hands, which is fairly new. I couldn't control it and did a Zoom meeting with my doctor, and he said I don't think it's staff. Uh, which uh, triggered me, so I went. Uh, no, I think they might have said, "I, I think it's staff," uh, which triggered me. So I went to a dermatologist and did indeed have MRSA. Wow! Whoa. So they had seen that. Wow. Okay. I uh-huh. mean, you know that sometimes that's all it takes.
3: But I, uh, <laughs> the notion of someone. Straddling their computer. I, I
2: mean, seriously, I, I couldn't get over it. I was like, "But you, really?" Well,
3: are there there are USB cameras that you couldn't write? Maybe we well, have one at the ready <laughs> if, if you're calling your gynecologist.
2: Well, and, and wait, Preston, I mean, here's, wait, here's no. A little
3: ring light that attaches well, to your thigh? Steve, no, that's what I was going to say.
2: She goes, "Well, I do have the the ring light set up anyway for when I do um, you know, conference calls yeah. and stuff like that." She's like, "So it was there anyway. So she had a light. Oh, she wow. literally shined a light."
0: Yeah. I guess you do, you
3: want to know what's wrong with you? Then yeah. I mean, if all it, right, can, can you the microphone, can you could you please make yeah, sure that's I inside need to hear there?
9: That. No, I'm losing signal. I'm losing signal. If there was a if I had to do this, I would have to Try and create, like, a perspective that made everything, like, look... Bigger. Bigger. Or, you know, maybe... Are you getting it all in the frame?
1: Because <laughs> this mother... This, I got a whopper here, Doc.
9: It would have to do something where... Like, like an anamorphic lens? Yeah, or... All right, so you know how, like, if you don't... If you're trying to take a picture of evidence... Yeah. You, and you don't know... uh Like, you you lay a dollar bill next to it, so it gives it So here's what you do, Case.
3: When you're going to your your, your urologist and Uh your junk is being displayed, get the people who take the pictures of the houses for Zillow. Yes. They always make them look much bigger.
0: Yeah. No. Casey's going to go out and he's going to buy a dollar bill that's a third the size of a regular dollar bill. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. See? Just make sure, like, your hands aren't in the picture, too, because then you'll look like you have this huge... (laughs) Giant hands? You do you know? ever do you, do you ever see like the uh, like
3: the <laughs> the guys <laughs> who hold like the T V remote up against their junk like in yeah, yeah. And like come on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they should market all sorts of ultra
0: tiny and and you use yeah, like, yeah. like a little doll hand to hold it. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> Miniature tennis racket or something like that. <laughs> oh my God. God, I'm so big. Uh let me go to Alex. Alex, good morning. Good morning, guys. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. What's up, buddy? Uh, I just wanted to make a comment
8: about uh, somebody. Somebody mentioned uh, this is probably being recorded, right?
0: Maybe, yeah. Just, I mean, yeah. that just might be, you know, it's in the a back fear. It's a fear. fear that people yeah.
8: have. Yeah. Well, you know, what if, what if they're recording this uh, for like future med student like research? Like you know how they have
3: people come in to act symptoms
8: yeah, out. Yeah.
2: No, thank you. Yeah, they have to yeah.
3: tell you. Yes. <laughs> What if you walk in and and Kathy's gynecological videos are on an IMAX screen? Yeah,
2: nah, I'm good. Thank you. Anyway.
3: Uh, My name is Kathy Romano, and it looks like cheese. What is that? Ew, ew, ew. And it's at this point where the patient
5: (laughs) chopped up on top of her laptop and
3: squatted. So, right here, if you're seeing, this part looks like Gouda. Wow. That's like the only
8: antipathy I have towards these, like, these telehealth things, yeah. uh, you know? Yeah, yeah. no, I right. understand Thanks. what
0: you're saying,
3: that it ends up in a, uh, an instructional.
0: Wow. I mean, you know,
3: information gets compromised all the time. Yeah. But, I mean, also, on the flip side of the coin, how many people are, a lot of people are foregoing... You know, for fear of going to a, to the hospitals and stuff like that, and, yeah. and, and yeah. they're yeah. missing out on things.
0: And, and listen, it would uh, trim down if, if this were regular. Uh, you know, I'm sure many times they'll go, well, you're going to have to come in. We're going to have to take a look at that in person yeah. type of thing. But it might uh, – they might be able to to diagnose it right off the bat. Uh, and just save everybody a little bit of time, a little bit of effort. You know. Just take some pictures and send it to me. But it would happen, and it, all it would take would be one mistake, <laughs> right. and then the whole thing would be
3: well, gone. people also know how occasionally you accidentally share a photo or if someone else comes in on the stream. If you've ever texted somebody accidentally, you know, yeah. what, what happens if your um, vaginal Zoom call ends oh my up God, on. going to, the <laughs> sc- <laughs> to school?
0: Yeah, it could be a problem. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but your friend ended up. Uh, did she's she... all
2: good. She said she has no STDs. Okay. Uh, so yeah. Was that
0: was that the fear?
2: No, STDs. I don't know. She, okay. that's just, she did say that in the conversation. But did I think she, she seemed joking. that it was? Did she think that it was awkward? No, or was she, she cool didn't with care that? at all. She said okay. she's been going to this doctor um, since she was a kid, and she didn't care at all. I wonder if I was a doctor the they... thought it was more weird than she did.
3: I wonder if a doctor thinks it's weird when you have somebody who's been coming to you when you're you know like like so long. five years old and then mm-hmm. and then there's a full grown. You know, is that, is, is that weird?
2: No. Uh, I, no. We, I, I, would I imagine the doctors, that,
3: yeah. but they're humans, too. You, you
2: get, Well, and you get comfortable with them. You know what yeah. I mean? I, I would imagine it's the other way around, too.
0: Kath, I'm not... Yeah. I, I always s- make my I always make Dr. Mike take I, his clothes off, And too. I have a question I'm going to follow <laughs> yeah. up after Casey's uh,
9: comment. Uh, well, I might take this in a different direction, so you might yeah. want right, to... Well, first.
0: I was curious about... Uh, you would mentioned that, going to a doctor since yeah. you were, like, five years old. When When <laughs> is a pediatrician... When do they have to say okay? I know, yeah, you, we, you can't. I can't see you anymore. We we talked around
3: this a little while ago, and we never got a definitive answer because some people love them so much. Like we were hearing into their twenties, and like I, I mean, I guess yeah. Okay, special, we should talk about this. Special one time, accommodations right? are made because listen, that's a doctor you've had during the formative years of your life. Yeah, yeah but one of the one of the most. Um, daunting obstacles in the patient doctor relationship is that comfortability yeah and it's hard to rekindle that with someone who's new you I know
2: yeah, we still go to a pediatrician obviously and the, you know there's toys and there's books for the do kids, you play with kids them? to read i mean listen there are tons of kids in there you know reading the books and playing with the little toys and then this like teenager this like 16 year old boy walking this sit is the old highlights. Yeah.
6: do you have any new ones
2: yeah, but I mean, I've I've noticed it. So I don't know how long you know you go to your pediatrician. My fifteen year I still remember there. going.
3: Hey, doc, somebody did the connected dots in this one. Yeah.
0: I, think, I think I went to a pediatrician until I was at least eighteen. Did you? Yeah, yeah. We, I think it's until I mean, you it's, find
4: another doctor that you are you're comfortable with. I mean, because right. you know our our son. Uh, ben, He's it, we've been going to the same pediatrician since he was born, uh, like you, Kath. And uh, the one that we go to now is not at all geographically convenient. But yeah. he's such a good doctor, and we kn- he knows everything about my son that, that you just keep going oh, to that my one. My
3: doctor growing up, Dr. Del Toro, super nice guy. Preston, I clearly remember
9: him doing checkups on me while smoking. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, seriously? I swear to God. Yeah. Oh my God. I went to my uh, pediatric dentist. Till I was through college, basically it was until he died. I went to I yeah. went to one dentist. This guy I'm not going to say his name. Uh, he ruined my mouth forever. And then I was like, dude, can I just go back to Doctor Felix? You know, and I did. And I ended up going back to him and hung with him until, gosh, I was 21, 22 years old. So Hanging I wonder, Doctor Felix. Yeah,
2: I wonder then if the doctors say like, okay, now is the time for you to move on and find right. an adult doctor. That's what whatever.
0: I'm curious about. If if uh, if someone has to say okay enough you know what i mean listen Listen, i I appreciate it but but not
2: so much enough as more um you know like if you were to go see a specialist like if you know dr mike says to us okay you have to make a dermatology appointment like you know i mean like it's time to now you have to go to a big boy doctor
0: uh, Case, can you see yeah. if we have the Forgetting Sarah Marshall uh, clip? or oh, yeah. I think we do have that. Yeah. We're <laughs> to see. Peter. He's in the doctor's <laughs> office, yeah. and he's talking to him about thinking he have uh, he has a venereal disease, an STD, <laughs> and you don't know he's a pediatrician until part of the whole way through. <laughs> and
3: the office then you realize is, they, they,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's clearly you're for sitting, kids. You're sitting on a fire truck. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There we it. do have it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, I love this. Here
10: we go. I'm really scared that I have an STD, Doc.
6: Peter, I'm a pediatrician. Have you noticed you're sitting on a fire truck? <laughs> right
0: with kids running. Yeah, this is new.
6: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: and I'll eventually, he's like, "All right, well, show it to me." He's like, "All right, yeah, it's a good-looking dick. It's a nice-looking dick. Good, yeah. Use it. Use it. Go f everything you can, but wear a condom. I'm be crying. I love it. Uh, let me go to Elizabeth, who works in a pediatrician's office. Hi, Elizabeth. Good morning. Hey, how are you? Wonderful. What's up, Elizabeth? Oh, good.
7: Yeah. So I'm a nurse practitioner and I work with kids and we're licensed to see them through the age of 21.
0: So that is a licensed, um, parameter. So that, that's something that is, you, you technically, uh, at once you turn 22, you, you, they can't, you can't see them anymore.
7: Right. We actually start to talk to kids at like kids, teenagers, young adults at the age of like 19, 20, That. When they turn 21, they have to move on to an adult doctor.
3: Okay. Yeah, I think at the point at which you could legally date them is probably when they should
7: Stop. see Stop. speaking. Stop. 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 When you can ask them out. <laughs> All
0: right. And Elizabeth, they yeah, got a fire truck in the office. Elizabeth, do you have patients that will hang on that long?
7: Absolutely, yes. They love, the, they love coming to the pediatrician's office where we try to be friendly. We try to make everybody as comfortable as possible, you know. <laughs> So they love coming to us. So, yeah, they'll
0: keep coming to us as long as Jay, they can. I'm sorry, Steve. Yeah. What, Elizabeth, what about, what about uh, people who are mentally, uh, developmentally delayed uh, who might, you know, be perpetually a, a 12-year-old? Um, would they continue to see? Are there specialty doctors for that that might give them that pediatrician feel?
7: Yes, so that is actually a very good point. Uh, so yes, kids that have special, different types of special needs, depending on the diagnosis, mm-hmm. they will. Um, you know, we we typically have some doctors they can transition to that would be familiar with their specific right. Case. Mm-hmm. Or um, depending on this actual specialist, they would continue to see an actual like pediatric doctor because some kids are living longer than we would have expected with different types of problems. So yes, okay. sometimes they will continue to see. What you would consider a pediatric doctor or pediatric specialist but they're actually an adult
3: well maybe if i was if i was somebody who was just completely enamored of my pediatrician and i was hitting that 2021 mark i'd probably start singing the chicken pot pie song right to keep them yeah yeah.
7: so that it seems like you're delayed
0: right yes Uh, thank you elizabeth appreciate it
7: thank you have a great day i love you guys
0: you too thank you we love you let me go to zach hey there zach good morning hey
8: good morning what's up buddy? good morning Uh no so I've been going to my pediatric dentist since I was probably in elementary school and I'll be 20 I'll be turning 24 this year. Um I'm just not I'm not uh, like scared of the dentist or anything but I've known him for so long. I don't really feel like trying to find a new dentist that'll, you know, like mess my teeth up. Well, let me ask you
3: like something, that. Zach. What are your favorite stuffed animals in the waiting room? <laughs> yeah. You know, I like red pandas a lot. Red panda is, <laughs> okay.
9: red uh, panda is uh, your friend. Do you get to go to the treasure chest after each appointment? <laughs> <laughs> I, I get a McDonald's coupon.
8: Uh-huh. And, oh. and no, do you no, get
3: that no, little <laughs> the little kit with toughy toothbrushes and all that stuff? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get
0: the, the tiny flosses. Yes. And the uh, toothbrush uh, every uh, single time. He gets hurt. to sit on Buzz Lightyear's lap while he has this done. <laughs> well
9: zach here here's a little secret for you you still get gift bags when you leave the dentist even when you go to big boy dentist right except the new big boy dentist gucci condoms right yeah i don't know i'm just i I'll, I'll do it eventually, but
8: until then i'm kind of comfortable Listen, it's a very personal exactly.
3: thing and, and honestly one of the big things that that uh, throughout you know i've I've moved around a lot in my life and you know, we talked about it Preston you've got to feel comfortable yeah. there are uh, sadly there are a lot of doctors out there not all, but there are a lot of doctors with bad bedside manners, oh my God, and yeah. where you make you I've feel like him. an idiot every mm-hmm. time you go, and you actually don't want to talk. Well, you don't want to see hypochondriacal and all that stuff, and that can create a bad dynamic. And so, like people like Doctor Mike are few and far between. Yeah, I mean, they're great doctors. Don't get me wrong. And I've had you know Doctor Carey as well as you know. But I mean, it takes. Uh, it, it takes that relationship. So I can understand someone wanting to hold on to a doctor they feel comfortable with.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I didn't find a, a doctor that I actually liked until I was in my 30s. Uh, everybody, Nobody had really connected with me. Somebody that I felt that I could, I could say anything to. I mean, anything at all. Yeah. Embarrassing and whatever it is, uh, for a long time. And then once I found a doctor like that, I was like, okay. And, and then I started being more open about my own... Well, health and, then you, and it was great
3: this you you it suddenly becomes like it's a joint effort you're taking control of your health and you're able to convey these things rather than you feel like a complete ass every time you contact them because yep. you know there's some some people that do that that make you feel like a moron mm-hmm.
2: hey listen trying to find a gynecologist that you you know can i'm happy with mine <laughs> no but like you know that, that you go yeah. to that you feel comfortable with yeah. it's it can be difficult for some for people and i remember finding my gynecologist that i loved and all of a sudden I got a um, uh, letter in the mail saying that she was no longer with practice. And I like searched all over for her to try to find her. And uh, I think she ended up getting sick and, and retiring. But uh, uh, so I could never find her. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's and then you have to move on to somebody else and try to find like it. It's do you find hard. that do you find
3: that women oh, no, I, this is completely just anecdotal? But do you think women would more prefer a female gynecologist to a male gynecologist.
2: I mean, me personally, yes. yes. But, I mean, I have friends who have gone to males and, you know, have no problem with that.
4: Mm. What's, uh, what's harder to find and keep, Kathy? A gynecologist or a hairdresser?
2: Uh, I mean, One for, that does both. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you can find somebody who has both degrees, you're really set.
3: <laughs> because they'll shampoo your hair and your pubes when you're getting ready. It's amazing.
2: I mean, Nick, for me, it's a gynecologist. I mean, that's much more, you know.
3: <laughs> so Kathy, that shampoo tape sink would work for gynecology as well. <laughs> My <laughs> wife
9: is, has had like mm, five different hairdressers in the last 6 years or something like that because she's
4: unsatisfied. Yeah. Yeah. So and and once you find one, you're loyal to that person even if yeah. you move.
3: Do you remember John DeLancey played that um that uh, creepy gynecologist in the Hand that Rocks the Cradle? Oh yeah. That one? No, no, no. Oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let me go to uh Robin. Hey Robin, good morning.
7: Good morning.
0: What's up, my Robin?
7: Daughter, hey, my daughter is uh, 22 years old, a senior in college, and she loves her pediatrician. She went last week, and they're like, "We love you so much, but you need to go." Oh, oh
0: really? Man. Really? So she just found out. How did she take the news? Did she had to have known it was coming?
7: She did, and they saw her last year too, but they let her have another appointment, um, did... and they just said, "Look, you know, you're sitting next to like babies, and you're 22 years old and graduating from college. Yeah, you need to go." Did they? Did so, they so go.
3: was it? Was it done that gingerly or did they, like, strip them of their, you know, do they walk them out and, and you know, ne- never darken our doorway again?
7: They were really nice about it. And I came a week later to pick up our uh, records for her next doctor. And yeah. they were really laughing about it. They're like, we love her, too, but she's got to go.
0: 22. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Robin. I can see that, though. Uh, here real quick Ron works for DuPont's children DuPont uh, children's Hospital yeah. I mean uh, uh, talk about uh, kids with special needs and, and going from pediatrician to a different doctor hi Ron good morning
10: good morning good good Luke. Zeus. Dad what's Luke's. up Ron uh yeah I used to work for the um, the, the critical care transport team at DuPont Children's Hospital uh, excellent program excellent uh, hospital mm-hmm. um t- typically like you know most other pediatric uh, fields you know we typically cut off uh a lot of these youngers at 18 years old or or under right but we did have uh you know uh, a few special cases uh had a caveat of um of patients with severe afflictions or disabilities that we would uh we would go to transport and bring back to the hospital well into their 20s and uh, okay i typically remember one uh we had one patient um we brought in by helicopter one time it was a a frequent patient in the hospital. He was in uh, his early 30s. Okay, but wow, okay. It very, but it was, uh, you know, a, a severe case, of so, you know. No, that makes sense. I,
0: I th- I, yeah, I was curious. I thought maybe that, that uh, you know, there might be some uh, situations where they would allow that because of uh, uh, somebody's, uh, mental abilities to to comprehend and so on. So, all right, cool. Thanks, Ron. I wonder I if really anyone still, still goes t- to the obstetrician that delivered them. The obstetrician. Hi. <laughs> Remember me? I'm back. Wow, interesting. All right, well, listen, don't be surprised in this day and age of, uh, you know, meetings being on the computer when the gynecologist will ask you to uh, give him a beaver shot. Take, an old, yeah, take, a, look, <laughs> take a look at that thing. Mm-hmm, it oh, my there. God, have you heard of a weed whacker? Hadn't even thought of that. All right, we're going to take a break because we got to come back and try to stay on time to get you $500 if you don't mind. So when we return, we'll get to the Bizarre File right after that or maybe even before. Well, Let's see Ooh. time-wise how it works out. But no sad dough. Your first shot for the week at winning $500 is going to happen seven times today alone. We'll be back in just a moment.
1: Sad Doe, your shot at cash seven times a day, starting Friday. Listen even hours. That's 8 and 10 a.m., noon, 2, 4, 6, and 8 p.m. Get the keyword, then text it to 45911, or enter it via WMMR.com or our app to also get qualified for the $10,000 grand prize. See official rules and details at WMMR.com.
8: No! Sad
1: no Sad Dough. Starting Friday from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks.
0: All right, let's do the B File. Here we go.
1: No
5: sad.
1: WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre. Bizarre. File.
5: File! All
0: right, we will begin uh, with this pretty messed up story, but uh, it has a good ending because they caught the guys. But DNA on cigars led to the arrest of two men who pried open caskets and stole human skulls from a cemetery in Florida so that they could be used in religious rituals. The men, 43-year-old Brian Tolentino and 39-year-old Juan Lopez, were arrested after they were identified through DNA. So you're saying the devil worshippers like a good stogie? I guess so. Uh, The remains were stolen in early December from Edgewood Cemetery. Deputies said while they were investigating, they found cigars that were then sent for DNA processing. The results were run through a database, and the results showed a match to Tolentino.
3: Their ability to lift fingerprints off stuff they could never do this before, it's amazing.
0: Yeah, and get DNA samples. They got the saliva from that, a warrant was obtained to get a DNA sample from uh, Talentino on that same day detectives met with uh, him and he confessed, going to the cemetery with Lopez using a crowbar to open the vaults and removing the heads of the deceased. God almighty. Uh, Talentino said that he held open a plastic bag while Lopez grabbed the heads and put them inside. Uh, Sheriff's office said... I like doing this with you. Uh, the vandals disturbed four graves and attempted to access a fifth. Detectives said evidence suggests the incident was likely tied to some form of ritualistic activity. A mother and daughter, Tanya and Emma Booth, were driving on December 6th when they spotted an open casket. They went to the cemetery to get a closer look, and they called 911. Emma said it was just concrete thrown around. The bodies were exposed and dismembered. Uh, a search warrant was executed at Lopez's home... And deputies said they found six skulls, a hand, a partial arm, and multiple other large bones wow. within what they believed was a religious shrine. Do you have a hobby you share with your buddy? Uh, records show Lopez said uh, four of the skulls were taken from the graves and two were obtained from other practitioners. Deputies talked to residents who live nearby and they said that they did not hear any of the loud any loud noises coming from the cemetery. Lopez and Tolentino are facing four counts of disturbing the contents of a grave, and four counts of abuse of a dead human body. That's one of the big secrets, is that grave robbing is actually fairly quiet. Really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, agents with the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives say a Virginia child, this is a terrible story. Oh, no, no. A Virginia child was killed by an exploding grenade that may have been purchased at a thrift store. Please. Yeah. The ATF. A thrift store? Yeah, the ATF was so you know, like uh Yeah, yeah. Like uh, Army surplus? Well, just used of any thrift yeah. store. People come in and they sell it. And just their, sell their, their grenades. Junk. Oh yes. my god. So the ATF is asking for the public's health to track down potentially live grenades that could have been sold at the fancy flea antique mall. It's a little too fancy. Uh the grenades were thought to be in thought to be inert MK two grenades, a style used during World War Two. At the time of sale Neither the vendor nor buyers believe the grenades to be functioning or hazardous. The agency is concerned that uh, grenade, the grenades may contain live explosives and could be dangerous. So they're looking for other ones.
3: I had uh, Growing up, my dad had a dummy hand grenade that we played with all the time. Yeah, did, my we buddies, buddies did yeah, too. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, ATF officials added that the antique grenade... Uh, That caused a deadly explosion in Abington, Virginia was likely purchased from the business in June. Last month, ATF first announced that they were looking for one potentially live grenade sold at the store during the same June time frame. Uh, The agency said new information indicated that more grenades were possibly sold from the same vendor. Uh, They said with vendors trying to recall sales from months ago and all cash transactions happening during the summer season, an exact number may be hard to find. Two hapless burglars have been arrested in the U.K. after accidentally pocket-dialing the police during their crime. An officer in Staffordshire uh, labeled the thieves <laughs> <laughs> the world's unluckiest burglars. Uh, and likened them to the ill-fated crooks in the movie Home Alone. He said that one pair mistakenly sat on his phone and rang 999, which is the U.K.'s emergency number, allowing officers to hear the crime in progress and ultimately listen in on their colleagues arresting the duo. The chief inspector, John Owen, wrote on Twitter, we received a call detailing all of their antics up to the point of hearing our own patrols arrive to arrest them. Uh, Adding insult to injury, Owen included a gif of the Home Alone character Marv when they posted that. That's hilarious. Uh, this is local. Haddon Township High School was evacuated this past Friday after a student brought in an antique plate that the youth's mother said was glazed with radioactive uranium. <laughs> Bring that in, sweetie. Students and staffers left the building after officials learned around 11.15 a.m. that a student had brought into the school a potentially dangerous substance, local fire police and hazardous material teams arrived on the scene and immediately investigated the situation and secured the building. No one was injured. There appears to be no danger to the public as a result of the agencies that had since departed from the school grounds. And Billy,
3: what do you have for us today? These are my radioactive isotopes.
0: Uh, staff and students were later dismissed for the day. It turned out to be for naught. I mean, yeah. in an interview, a student said that he had received a device that like can measure radiation, a Geiger counter, for Christmas. Uh, he and his parents bought a uh, Fiesta ware plate. At a local antique store to test it out. Fiestaware manufactured in the early mid-20th century was glazed with ur- uranium oxide and is considered radioactive. Uh, the student said that he bought a piece of the plate to brought a piece of the plate to the school on Monday to show a teacher, and he did not know what had prompted Friday's evacuation. A website for the US Department of Environmental Production says uranium, when refined, is a silvery white metal. It is weakly, radioactive, and contributes to low levels of natural background radiation in the environment. Wow. Discovered in 19, uh, 1789 by a German chemist named Mart Klaproth, uh, uranium was, for many years, used primarily as a colorant <laughs> for ceramic glazes. Oh, yeah, they used to cover stuff all the time. And for tinting in early photography. So, What, what, what freaking kid asked for a Geiger counter for Christmas? Yeah, I know. I found that kind of interesting. Yeah. But, I mean, it wasn't anything that was no. legitimately right, yeah. radioactive and going to be dangerous. But uh, they went ahead and, and took the precaution anyway. One more story. A man is in custody after using a skid steer in confrontation with utility workers. Essentially, it's a small forklift. Yeah. Uh, The encounter between the man and utility workers happened on Tuesday. It ends
1: here.
3: A
0: 67-year-old man threatened workers at a cell tower site. The man is accused of using a bobcat skid steer to try and flip over equipment the utility workers were using. Those Those are actually pretty small. Then threatening to overturn their work trucks. Uh, deputies responded to the uh, report, located the man while he was on his way back to his house. The 67-year-old was believed to be under the influence of alcohol, and he was arrested and booked into the county jail. Uh, and one of those uh, charges is DUI. According to the sheriff's office, the man was upset the workers were out there, so he confronted them. Stop working. That is what I have in the bizarre <laughs> file for you. All right. Nine minutes after eight, you still got a little bit of time left to get on board for no sad dough We revealed... What the keyword is for the hour, and it is SCORE, S-C-O-R-E. So enter that via text with our special uh, contest short code 45911, or you can go through the MMR app or WMMR.com. The word is SCORE, S-C-O-R-E. Good luck to you. We'll be back in a moment. Love Preston
1: and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks.
3: Stephen's brand-new deep navy blue and sparkling 24-karat gold-dipped Twinkle Twinkle roses is here. Don't miss out. Imagine the blue color of the sky just before the sun sets when you can start to see all the stars sparkling in the night sky. See Stephen's exclusive Twinkle Twinkle Rose now at IHateStevenSinger.com. Real jewelers, real roses with a real lifetime guarantee. Ship fast and free. Check out the entire collection of Stephen's famous roses, starting at only $59. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Shop Play Win Monopoly starts March
4: 3rd at Acme. Get ahead of the game and download the app before March 3rd and earn five bonus tickets, 10 tokens added to your Shop Play Win account, and entry to
6: win a $25 grocery gift card. Every ticket wins a prize, money saving
3: offers, or tokens for sweepstakes. Download the Shop Play Win app to play today. No purchase necessary. See rules at ShopPlayWin.com. dot Hasbro is not a sponsor of this promotion.
0: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Hey, I, I want to mention something real quick. I, I have something in mind to talk about, but I want to mention this first, and then if we feel like talking about it, maybe we can come back to it. But on the off chance this person might be listening. Uh, I want to mention this because okay. last Thursday <clears throat> I was uh, pulling out of a parking lot in Harleysville, and uh, there was a car that made a turn in front of me, and it just caught my eye, and it was a it was a like a nineteen seventies, Coupe DeVille Cadillac, huge, in good condition, like a maroon color. Yeah, yeah. okay, so it was maroon. It was right. it was re- they, they just look like boats right now compared to the size of cars are. Enormous. So it caught my eye, and as I get a little bit closer, I see a bumper sticker on the back of it, and I got a little bit closer, and I'm like, I needed to make sure I saw what I saw. And it said what a long, strange trip it's been, and it had the, uh, the dead head I on it. it. So he was pulling up, and and he was going to be going straight through the light to get out. I was going to be making a left, so I pulled up next to him at, a, at the red light, and I'm like, I gestured over. I'm like, roll down your window. Yeah. The guy looks at me like, oh, what's, uh, what's this jerk want? And I go, dude, I just have to tell you that this is the first time in my life I've actually seen a deadhead sticker on a Cadillac. I, I, like, I was like, and he started cracking. Up. And he goes, he goes, you know. I I'm, I always wonder if people get it or not. And I said, dude, that's I got so it. And not only that, it was probably my favorite thing that happened all last week. I oh, that's so, cool. That's I funny. was so excited. That's I have this great. perma grin on my face for the rest of the day.
3: Hey, you, you want to go get a drink?
0: <laughs> and, I, and I just said, good job, man. I'm yeah, like, yeah, "That, that yeah, was yeah, I awesome. needed that today. It was really great. So I'd never seen a deadhead sticker on a Cadillac. And I thought it was really cool. Nick, that's the exact uh, sticker that it was. That's you, fantastic. Nick found the, the sticker, and it was on this maroon caddy. I thought it was really, really cool. So that you, is awesome. Mystery driver, thanks for making my day. That was very, very cool. All right. Um, I would like to take us out to the skies, into the stars.
3: Yes. From the farthest
0: reaches of the
3: universe, he is
0: the dispenser of all
3: celestial knowledge.
0: The space cowboy. Yeehaw!
5: Yeehaw!
0: Um, actually, and and I'm wearing my my NASA shirt today. No, it's NASA. Uh, NASA. I I have. Uh, well, Nick found this really really great article about all of the cool things that are going to be happening in 2021 that have to do with space and space exploration and celestial events and things like that. There's some cool stuff going on this year. So if this is not your thing, you may not enjoy this, but we love it. Um, So first I'll start with this one because it's coming up on the 17th. NASA will be igniting the most powerful rocket Ever built on Earth. Isn't this amazing? Yep, there'll be fire. It'll be the first firing of the SLS, the Space Launch System, <laughs> long-awaited rocket ship that NASA plans to use for non-commercial human space flight. It is the centerpiece of NASA's Artemis program, a crewed mission to uh, land the first woman and next man on the moon. Uh, however, during this first ignition, only the liquid fuel engines. At the core of the rocket will be tested without the solid fuel boosters that will one day help carry the SLS into orbit. So I, used
3: to, I used to love the footage, Preston, of the documentary footage of like this, the Saturn V rockets where they were testing them, mm-hmm. and they had them on their side, and they were firing them at full force, and it was just an amazing thing to witness. I watch videos like that on yeah.
0: YouTube all the time. Uh, there there are loads of rocket testing videos that you can find, and usually the ones on their side are those solid rocket boosters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, when, when they test it, it will become the most powerful rocket ever ignited on earth. That's pretty cool, man. Uh, and by the way, at 322 feet tall, uh, the SLS stands just a head shorter than the 363 foot Saturn V rockets that carry the astronauts in 1960s to the moon and to, 70s.
3: I have to imagine you could make a hell of a s'more off of that thing. You would right? think. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Wow.
0: Uh, This rocket is substantially more powerful, producing 15% more thrust during liftoff and ascent. Raw power doesn't translate neatly into how much mass the rocket can carry into space. So when complete, if everything goes right, the SLS will have a capacity uh, to carry more than 27 tons to the moon, much more than the 24 tons that the space shuttle hauled into low earth, Earth orbit, though technically less than the Saturn Five, the Saturn V uh, carried to the moon, so Saturn Five.
3: Well, listen, it's an impressive thing. Obviously, we're going to need to at some point, and we will advance past the liquid fuel and this this sort of uh, method because I mean, well, we should ask the aliens, but they never seem to hang around long enough to show us how they do it. But it, but uh, it, it, that said, it's it's incredible that yep. they
0: can generate that kind of power. Absolutely. So there will be three missions to Mars. That will be taking place this year alone. Uh, launched on July 30, 2020, NASA's Mars over, uh, Mars rover Perseverance will arrive at the Red Planet on February 18th. Should the landing go well, uh, Perseverance will be the fifth rover to reach Mars, uh, the others being Sojourner, Spirit, Opportunity, and Curiosity. Perseverance will take samples of the Martian surface, deposit them, uh, surface and deposit them in small canisters, which will be retrieved and brought back to Earth. During a subsequent mission,
3: but we have not had that. We have not ha- we have not had samples from Mars brought back to Earth. Correct? Not that I know of. Right? We've only had the, because it, prior to this, they had onboard labs that would yep. check the uh, perform experiments on the uh, soil.
0: On April twenty third, China's uh, Tianwen one mission will arrive at Mars. Uh, this ambitious mission will see the deployment of 13 different scientific payloads, seven of which are on an orbiter and six on a rover. And then the United uh, Arab Emirates is also conducting its first mission to Mars in the form of the HOPE mission. Uh, the 3,000 pound satellite will arrive at Mars in February, where it will study the planet's atmosphere and weather. The probe will enter the unique uh, equatorial orbit. Where it will uh, move in the same direction as the planet's rotation. This will allow hopes instruments to focus on a single target for prolonged periods.
4: I wonder how much uh, cooperation there is between governments and scientific agencies when it comes to that kind of stuff. Because you know we we don't always have the best relationship with China in this country, or or, and UAE seems to be pretty good. But like when they get that information back, do they share it with NASA? Do they share it with? I think you hold a lot of stuff close to the vest, and then there's other stuff you share.
3: Right. You have to realize that at some point. It's
4: for humanity,
3: not it's for... Yeah, you know? and, and you would like to think that that's always in the best interest, but it's not always. And so you you, you
0: put some out there, and then you keep a little to yourself, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. Uh, also, the Space Cowboy will report... Oh, I didn't have it. I tried to Where get it. Where is it? Thank you. Um,
6: some people call me the Space Cowboy.
0: I don't know which music I like more. Uh, in this year, our moon is going to be the place to be. In July, the private Pittsburgh-based space firm Astrobiotic... Technology will launch its Peregrine Mission 1 for NASA. The four-legged probe will land on the northeast face of the moon's visible side in a region called uh, Lacus Mortis. That's where they're setting up the resort, right? Uh, Peregrine will deliver NASA instruments for testing, navigation, and landing technology. That's cool. Uh, The lander will also deposit the DNA of legendary sci-fi writer Arthur C. Clarke along with the DNA and cremated remains of other individuals. They probably should have asked his widow if... uh, That's actually part of this. We just dug him up. Um, I I love the fact that we're going back to the moon. I'm very excited about this, Uh, even more so than the Mars stuff. Of
3: course, we can achieve a lot more. Hey, it's... uh, what we can? I mean, honestly, think about the way technology's advanced. Think yeah. about what we think yeah. about the kind of cameras we can put up on the moon.
0: That's what. And cover I all
3: that excitement that's going on when up there. When was
9: the last time we were there? What year? It was last
3: year. Oh no, no, it, it's From the nineteen seventies. Yeah, oh, nice. okay. I remember, I, and every time it was exciting to me. I mean, we had a vehicle on the moon. They played golf on the moon. They played, yeah. uh, you know, uh, basketball. <laughs> but I mean, still, all of that stuff is cool, and it, it was the most prehistoric camera.
4: December yeah. of nineteen seventy-two. There you go. Wow. I think there's Uh, only been 12 people on the moon ever. Yes. Correct.
0: Correct. Yes, that's it. Uh, Private company Intuitive Machines will also launch a commercial lander named Nova C uh, to the moon in the summer of this year. The lander will capture raw optical images of the lunar surface and convert them into terrain-relative navigation measurements uh, to land within 200 meters of its intended landing site. Russia will also be returning to the moon in In 2024, uh, sending its Luna 25 lander to the uh, Bogoslavsky crater near the lunar South Pole. Uh, The probe will be equipped with eight scientific instruments, which will be used to explore the region and search for signs of water ice. I'll tell you this. uh Like Rita's? That'd be great. Mm. That'd be awesome. Because wow. I was
3: wondering, there should be a Duncan up there, too, shouldn't there? <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, if you
0: stop and think about it, all the work that's going to go on, and, mm-hmm. you know, those those contractors need their coffee. Uh, the last Russian mission to the moon was in 1976 uh, with the Soviet Union's Luna 24 mission. Uh, India's... Uh... Hello,
3: you put stuff up on the moon, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. and we put stuff up on the moon, too. <laughs> But maybe our moon things could be together and, and we could be together in peace on the moon.
0: Peace on moon, good will towards man? Uh,
3: to paraphrase peace on moon, good man to cheese of the moon.
10: I don't know!
0: Uh, India's uh, Chandrayaan three mission will involve a soft landing of a rover at the lunar south pole. Where's the, What's the projected first humans to? Uh, uh, I just laughed in the that, yeah, right? <laughs> six first humans. Uh, that is a good question, Steve. I am not sure because it's they, in the works. Yeah, when they want to start uh, sending. I mean, yeah, that's that's I mean, definitely uh, you put the. The rocket test that I had mentioned in the right. beginning is, is part of that the Artemis right. program, uh, so, getting getting human beings up there. Uh,
4: NASA is discussing sending a crew to the lunar uh, lunar surface in 2024. Wow, 2024. That'd be great. That's
0: just nine years from now. Uh, no, it's no. two. I'm bad. Three. At Three. Sorry, I'm getting <laughs> ahead of myself here. <laughs> um, all right. Here's uh, something else that I have for you. Oh. It is also taking place other than just, uh, you know, headed to the moon and everything. Sorry the sun. Uh, some very important launches are scheduled for 2021. Perhaps none as important as the uh, the one I mentioned earlier, the uh, SLS, the uh, Space Launch System. And it'll supposedly deliver to astronauts to the moon, Steve, uh, in 2024, as Nick has said, as part of uh, NASA's Artemis program and eventually humans to Mars. Uh, the first version of this gigantic rocket uh, is the one that I mentioned just a little while ago. Uh, the inaugural launch is scheduled for November 2021, when the rocket will deliver an unscrewed Orion capsule to orbit. So, just virgins on this? Uh, not unscrewed like that. Okay. I'm, in fact, I'm not sure exactly. Yeah, I'm
3: ready for the shrimp. What
0: the term? I'd <laughs> be <laughs> uh, very encouraged to see what we'll find on the moon. Unscrewed <laughs> means. Uh, With Joe Biden being sworn in as president, we should learn more about his administration's NASA policies and whether the space agency will still be expected to send crew uh, to the lunar service in 2024. SpaceX, of course, led by Elon Musk, uh, looks to send its 165-foot-tall starship into orbit. Uh, The next-generation rocket is meant to carry cargo and passengers to Earth orbit, the moon, and Mars. Uh, The company will also continue to deliver its sizable batches of Starlink satellites and homemade cookies as SpaceX builds its broadband internet constellation. Is it possible that they build these
3: things so tall that at a certain point, they just get on top and then you're
0: right there at the moon? I mean, because these well,
3: suckers are, are getting taller and taller and taller as we're going along.
0: It's like the, uh, the space elevator. Space thing. elevator, yeah. yeah. I don't know if they're still kicking around those things. So but.
3: L- let me ask this of you. I've asked these questions many times, different variations. If there was the opportunity at some point, say, towards the latter part of your life, mm-hmm. if there is a moon base that that where you can travel to it would you consider doing that
0: yeah know? i think so i mean i mean after come the hell at, on after the technology is yeah. uh has been tested and retested and they found uh you know uh no problems with it yeah i might consider yeah. but in this more infantile phase right yeah well i'm, I'm talking about uh taking private uh right that's up. what i'm talking about yeah um, I don't i'd, think I'd wait to... a little while yeah, yeah. but yeah I think i'd go I'd... tomorrow would you yes okay um yeah I mean the idea of space cadet Casey reporting to <laughs> Judy sir the idea alone of being in 0g is yeah. is so cool to me the idea of that but to be able to go to another you know place, I mean I, I mean come on the incredible
4: I mentioned this before, but you just brought up the Elon Musk, uh, all these uh, satellites that are going to uh, go up into a low orbit. and That thing kind of scares me a little bit. Well, th- it's really fascinating because a lot of what they're intending to do is bring free broadband internet to the entire planet, right? Which in theory is a great thing. I mean, not just in theory. It is. It's a great thing to bring so much free broadband to so many people. However, um, it's going to block views of outer space. And that is an issue because people looking, astronauts and, and um, astronomers looking for... <laughs> Asteroids that are heading this way that could be planet killers could literally be blocked by one of these satellites. So it's, it's. Uh, an interesting conundrum. Because- yeah, but if you
3: have if the uh, if the the plus side is uninterrupted Pornhub, then <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. that
0: planet killer asteroid all about will take the risk. Yeah, but it reminds me of things like the plot in the Kingsman and stuff like that, where <laughs> you know it sounds great, yeah. but there's an underlying diabolical
4: plan. It's a lot it of works. power with one um, particular company. But mm-hmm. listen,
0: there are how can that for go wrong? Sure. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Other notable launches in 2021 <laughs> include blue or uh, blue. Origins new Glenn rocket with It just looks like a guy named Glenn. Reusable first stage. Uh United Launch Alliance's Vulcan rocket, a Ooh. Mitsubishi Heavy Industries H three rocket, and an Arane's space uh Aaron That's Aramez. Ariane uh Aramez. It's not Hermes. <laughs> Hermes. Yes, it's uh uh yes. Uh, Aeromex, Six Rock, Maron so. Glase is Maron the color. Yeah. <laughs> so there's going to be there's going to be a lot of launches uh, this year, which is really cool. Wait a
3: second. So um, the most likely location for us to witness, if we wanted to take a little, I mean, I'm talking we, you know, each any one of us want to go see it. Uh, where's the closest for the for the launches that are scheduled that are coming up? I would finally love to once in my life see mm-hmm. a launch. I mean, I've seen from a distance. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have not seen, you know, yeah. like up
0: close. I don't know any of these that I've mentioned if, if they're all going to be in Florida or not. I'm not yeah. sure where these well, are going to be taken Musk place. moved his whole facility to Texas. Um, yeah, so I don't, I don't huh. know what the story is. Yeah, I know. But are they they going to launch out of there? I don't know. They have enough room to. Yeah. A lot of I drove ha-
3: through enough towns that you could burn up.
0: Mm-hmm. A lot of it has to do with the, the reason they choose Florida. There's a couple of reasons. Number one is is uh, it's closer to the equator which you can f- certainly find that in Texas. It's closer to your mom. Uh, but also the way that the earth rotates and the way that it goes is um, that you have uh, the, the ocean to fall back yep. on so yep. for, for a safe uh, uh, abort. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if, if Texas would play into that or not. So, But that, that's why they very specific. That's why there's only a handful of places that launches actually happen. Uh, so there are other uh, adventures going on in deep space. Uh remember NASA's Juno spacecraft, the probe responsible for the incredible images of Jupiter that we've seen? Yeah, amazing. Uh sadly, it's almost at the end of the line for Juno and NASA plans to deorbit the spacecraft and have it disintegrate in Jupiter's atmosphere on July 16th. That's kind of unceremonious, isn't it? They're doing this to prevent contamination of the Jovian system. Well, <sighs> Has the Jovian system had a say in this? I don't know what the st- I don't even know what the
3: Jovian. is. Uh, <laughs> they, they celebrate Bon Jovi. <laughs> it's an entire solar. It's system. an entire
4: bovine. That's system. bovine. Joanie, too. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, Jovian means Jupiter. Okay. Yeah. So it, yeah. Uh, moons and whatever. So they want to keep satellites and things like anything that might be space junk from um, being in that system. Uh, this
3: is Bon Jovi They're calling you all the way from Jupiter. Wow.
0: On a positive note, the mission lasted 41 months longer than NASA initially intended. Ha! So there's that. Uh, the Japan Aerospace Exploration Agency uh, is the only nation to successfully collect surface samples from an asteroid. Uh, the Hayabusa 2 had returned with samples from asteroid uh, Ryugu Big earlier look. earlier this month, but NASA's uh, Osiris-Rex spacecraft, currently at Bennu. Uh, may have a stored uh, storage chamber filled with debris collected from the surface of that asteroid. Uh, Osiris Rex will leave Bennu in March, but won't arrive at Earth until September
3: 2023. Who so, needs TV when we've got Osiris Rex?
0: So that's in. Uh, uh, <laughs> so that's in uh, deep space, or, c- c- you know, uh, as far as the space program is concerned.
3: Mister, which one of those missions was the one we saw the footage of the actual of the vehicle landing on the asteroid? Yeah, that was that um, was that the
0: Japanese one. The
3: Japanese, yes. It's amazing.
0: Uh NASA's Parker Solar Probe will perform three uh perihelia uh, or or uh, closest orbital approach to the sun. That's what that that is called perihelia in 2021 as it inches increasingly closer to its eventual doom, which will probably happen in 2025. Uh and the sun or the actual orbiter? This this well, no, the the orbiter will <laughs> okay. die, but uh okay, it I'm, will do I just got worried but it'll also do a flyby of uh, Venus that's that's uh, going to be really really cool.
3: I'm assuming they need to put some sort of
0: heat resistant material on that. Maybe. Would I be correct in that? You would probably think uh, I'd go along with you on that. Uh ESA's uh Colombo. Oh, that's adorable. Is scheduled to enter Mercury's orbit. I'm Colombo. In late 2025, but it'll make a close approach to Venus in August. Are on August 10th of this year. We're getting to the point, like you always imagine in the you know the the, the future. You'd see,
3: you know, spaceships just humming around. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. we're getting there. But you know, listen to this. We're going to have to have
0: some sort of traffic system up there eventually. This is pretty cool for it for this uh, second gravity assist that it's going to be receiving from Mercury. Uh, it will come. Oh, I'm sorry, with uh, from Venus. It will come within 343 miles of the surface of Venus. That's amazing. That's really really close.
3: Venus is a is a brutal violent planet mm-hmm. I, is it really? i live there for
0: a while no wow. yeah no, it
3: is it, it is it's well, the it's, atmosphere it's is, atmospheric. is yeah. very
0: very toxic yeah uh and then activities aboard the international space station will proceed as usual with the expedition 64 crew expected to perform the lion's share of work uh making be a, good, a lion making good use of their shiny new uh nanorocks bishop airlock and performing a bunch of cool scientific experiments good question that does raise the the do
3: they have any Do they have any animals aboard? Do they have any? um... I don't think so. You know, other than humans, I know they probably mean have they insects like and, or, or bugs or, mm. or frogs or whatever. Yeah, sometimes they
0: take up earthworms and things
3: like that. Right, but <clears throat> do they have like
4: a Clydesdale or
3: something up there that we don't know about? I mean, maybe <laughs> probably not
4: a Clydesdale. Anybody else <laughs> see uh, at Astra? I know Casey, Casey you saw right, mm-hmm. man. The, the scene with the Gibbon or whatever it is, a primate that they have on that one space station, it's terrifying. They they have it's in the future. It's the Brad Pitt movie, and uh, what happens some, with some the Gibbon? Crap goes on with some monkeys and. It gets ugly. Really? Uh, does, does the Gibbon blow up? No. Does the no, Gibbon freeze up? It's scary. The does Gibbon the Gibbon throw up. The Gibbon is a villain. It's a, oh. It's a villain Gibbon.
0: Oh, okay. Villain Gibbon. Of, of yeah. the Gibbon. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Or uh, a Gillen. And speaking of space stations, China is expected to make a great leap forward with its very own. The country will launch uh, the. Uh, uh, TNA Space Station. I'm not sure how you pronounce Duh. it. It's T I N A T I A N H uh, E. You're Russian. Right, that's very good. Uh, the, the module at some point in 2021, and it will serve as a foundational element of the overall space station, which huh. should be completed by 2025. So they're going to they're gonna start building a space station. So There's
3: a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. Either you're into this or you're not. But I mean, for, for me, and I know for you, Preston, we have longed to have this back. Because it's there's so much out there,
5: mm-hmm.
3: um,
0: you know that that I mean we, we 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 had a good head of steam and then it came to a crashing halt. It was uh, it was too expensive. Yeah, uh, that's the thing. They did they just ran out of funding and now you're getting billionaires left and right and so they're starting to uh, to have some interest in this again, which is wonderful. And then the last thing that I have in the space cowboy uh, segment is there's a lot of celestial stuff that's going to be going on too. Amateur astronomers Kathy's writing all this down. Talk slower. <laughs> have some uh, notable events to like look a forward to. I'm no, fine. Kathy likes stuff that you can look.
2: At. I can see. Yeah. 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 So,
0: so this is the part of the conversation re. are entering Yeah.
2: yeah what do you guys need.
0: So <laughs> to look forward to the coming at uh, in the coming year, including a total lunar eclipse on May 26. It will be visible in all 50 United States. Of course, it'll be cloudy that night. Yeah, of for course, us. you know that total lunar eclipse of the heart. A total solar eclipse will happen on December 4th, but it will be limited to Antarctica with a partial solar eclipse visible from South Africa. No, after that, uh, listen to this one. This is kind of freaky. So, potentially hazardous asteroid Apophis, yeah, will make a close ish approach of Earth in March when it will come within. 10.5 million miles of our planet. Now, this will be our final chance to observe the asteroid with radar imaging before its very close approach in 2029 when it will come within 19,000 miles of Earth, which is one-tenth the distance of Earth to the moon. Hmm. That's a close flyby. Yeah, And then... which So do they know when it
3: flies by, will it be flying by... Have they been able to calculate orbits and so on and so forth? Will it fly by on the between the Earth and Moon side, or oh, I don't know about that. I'm yeah. sure
0: they know exactly when and where. Yeah, uh, and, and what and houses what, can and what, see it, what's going to be exposed. And then Apophis has an exceptionally low but non-zero chance of hitting Earth in 2068. That's pretty cool. That's terrifying. It is That's terrifying. not cool. But you know
3: what? Uh, we'll be gone. Yeah. And um eh, we'll let our kids deal to with it. Do the people that we yeah. eh, no, they'll still be yeah. but they will have worked out an incredible system of diverting asteroids using celestial sure. sails. hmm mm-hmm. Trust me, I've seen shows.
0: Wow. That's um, pretty cool though. Yep. So these are a few things that are taking place. Um, oh one more. Stop. This just in, breaking news. Actually, oh, yes, yeah, so you still have a little bit of time left for this. This is another celestial event. You know the Christmas star that happened last month? Yeah, it was. Essentially, which was um, uh, Jupiter and Saturn, uh, the, the conjunction. Well, there's going to be more to that from now through the 12th. So today and tomorrow, this will be your last chance to see it. They've extended the run? Mercury uh, Mercury, Jupiter, and Saturn will be visible in the southwestern sky. It so someone is, got jealous. It is known as a triple conjunction, which means two planets and a third planet meet each other in the sky for a short period of time. Do you know what this is? What? This is a solar daisy chain.
3: Yeah. That's what's happening up there.
9: Beautiful thing.
0: Shortly It's <laughs> the most beautiful thing in the world, man. Especially when the planets roll over. Uh, Shortly after sunset on January 9th, which we already missed, uh, look above the southwest horizon and you will see Mercury to the left of Saturn and Jupiter positioned just above Saturn.
3: Yeah, Jupiter loves that position.
0: From Friday evening to Monday evening. So tonight, the planet Mercury will appear to pass first by Saturn and then by Jupiter as it shifts away from the horizon visible each evening low in the west-southwest And setting before evening twilight ends. So I haven't looked up to. Do you guys have
2: uh, telescopes?
0: No telescopes. Yeah, and there I, do, I don't know
2: how to use it.
0: Okay, you just look yeah.
3: in one end and look on the smaller end. I don't
2: know what I'm looking at. Binoculars. I zoomed in on something. Is that a tree branch?
3: <laughs> do you case? No, I have binoculars. Okay. Yeah. Binoculars. Yeah.
9: They work too, obviously. They do. Yeah. For, for looking at the moon.
3: Yeah. Uh, binoculars work
9: great. The, Absolutely. Uh, I was looking into the sky last night and there was a huge bright light. It was brighter than any. Airplane that we and it was, was also it cigar shaped and darting back and forth at a rapid speed. <laughs> no, <laughs> nothing like that. But like I was also driving, so I couldn't. Was it Jason? once I once I turned left, I couldn't see it anymore. But I was I you know was fixed on it for a while. I'm like, man, that's I. It was so bright that I couldn't see any blinking lights that would indicate ah, that it was an airplane. Interesting. I don't know.
0: Every now and then I see something that I'm like, what? All right, what is that? It doesn't look like anything I've seen before, but usually after a while, you're like, okay.
3: Pull over and shoot at it.
2: (laughs) Do you have that app that you can just, you point your phone at the sky and it tells you? Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. pretty cool.
0: Yes, very much so. That helps a lot, actually. Um, So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Maybe you saw something alien. Nah, it's probably an airplane. (laughs) (laughs) Or a helicopter or something.
3: Or uh, something else. You know,
0: it's all a mystery. You know what? Let me, we have a little bit of time, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. You have something else? I do have something else. It's
9: Space Cowboy. Oh, is it? Okay. So we're going okay. In entirely oh, so It's Space Cowboy. Okay. <laughs> all right.
0: Uh So we're you... blowing out our Space cowboy, cowboy load. Yeah, this is all right. Is Can it? I go... Should I go to this call first? I think you should. Yeah, yeah and then I'll, then I'll come back in a second here. Let me go to. Uh... Hi, is your name Austin? Yes. So, d- what do we deserve this phone call for? Why are you
10: calling us? I just won five hundred dollars.
0: Th- <laughs> That's our No said winner right there. Austin Amazing. Is A winner of some cash. Austin, tell us a little bit about it. Where are you from, ma'am?
10: Uh Newark, Delaware.
0: New York, Delaware. You've been listening to MMR for a while?
10: I have. Probably about at least five years.
3: Five years. Outstanding. Well, this is the year you get a telescope with your five hundred
0: dollars. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh yeah, listen, man, so pretty easy to win, right?
10: Yeah, just text in the word. That's say
0: That's, I that's, it, that's all you have to do. He's listening. He's stunned. All right. Well, listen, we have $500 for you, my friend. Congratulations to you, Austin. Awesome. Thank you. No sad dough. There it is right there. No reason to be sad. All right. And we have um, roughly an hour, just a little bit more than an hour, and another shot. You could be just like Austin. But, Jumping out of your shoes excited. I know. Because you won 500 bucks. It's like being at a strip club and making it rain. Yeah, it is. You yeah. can do that. Yeah. If you wanted to... You could. Go get a bunch of 500 ones go yeah. make it rain somewhere. Maybe. Or... If you,
3: can you make it rain with change? I don't think so, right? Uh, it would be like, painful. Like with quarters? Yeah. So you could. <laughs>
0: ding, ding, ding. They would kick you out of the strip club? <laughs> it's frowned upon. You're hurting the dancers, sir. Yeah. At that point, you're just shooting them. Mm. All right. One last thing. Uh, at the end of last year astronauts on board the International Space Station achieved something impressive. They actually, you were asking about having animals and stuff on board? The the horse thing? This doesn't, no, it's not that. (laughs) No, But they did grow radishes in the microgravity environment of space for the first time. Radishes are animals? And they get to now eat them. Oh. Uh, they were allowed to eat some of the radish crop before sending the rest back to Earth for further research. Preston,
3: did, didn't you assume that, they've already, that they'd already grown some sort of produce on this? Yeah. And that they'd probably eat. That
0: was probably one of the earliest things you would check. I thought they'd been doing it for, for ages. So these oh. radishes grown in space oh, actually no, they, they become self aware? They have done this before, but here's the deal. So. I'm um, a radish,
7: and uh, this is wild, I have to say.
0: It is difficult to grow crops in space because plants react strangely to microgravity. Uh, Those scientists are still learning why. Lettuce, cress, and other leafy green vegetables have been grown successfully before, but this was the first time that more substantial radishes have been grown. So
3: they've and did they eat? In fact, eat those uh, various uh, items, those produce items
0: that they grew. I don't know. They probably did. Uh, But NASA astronaut Kate Rubins uh, carefully harvested the crop of 20 radish plants before planting a second crop. Did Uh, they use the horse to till the soil? They did. That's how they got uh, (laughs) the—they tilled the soil, and they used the crop as fertilizer. Exactly. (laughs) You you
9: did You you read the Martian. (laughs) You did say earlier that uh, they were able to eat some, but then they're going to send the rest— Back to Earth, correct. Like,
3: like yeah. in, a, in a, yes. so you could take some home with you. Yeah.
0: But, but he was asking if they had eaten the, like the lettuce and stuff they had done before. Oh, okay.
3: Yeah. Have you Have you seen the movie? Have you seen the movie Life? Life. Uh, no. So, like a movie. It? Or- it's a science fiction movie with Ryan Reynolds and um, uh, Jake hall Yeah, and mm-hmm. it, no. it it's it's the wonder of space until it's. Not wonderful. Yeah, they brought back something they didn't know. Something small. Yeah. And uh, it shows you that, you know, right now there could be a crazed radish killing the astronauts on Mm -hmm. the space station.
0: Uh, So they uh, they had made a second crop or planted a second crop. With each taking 27 days to mature, growing fresh food in space is important not only to keep astronauts healthy by providing them with nutrients, but also to provide a psychological boost. Eating the same prepackaged foods every day is psychologically wearing a a phenomenon called food monotony. And that's why astronauts love to receive care packages, small parcels of condiments and snacks, which are sent on the cargo ships, uh, which carry research equipment to the ISS. Uh, So the astronauts were given permission to eat some of the radishes they worked so hard to grow, uh, with the rare experience of a fresh vegetable being something that is in great demand in space. Well, I wonder um, what kind of care, what do they get in their
3: space care packages? I'm I'm sure they don't get things like M&Ms. That would be problematic in space, right? I don't really. I'm not really sure. (laughs) Because <laughs> if you rip open the bag the wrong way, yeah. you'll be finding those for years to come.
0: Uh, they said we harvested 19, and nine were offered to the crew to eat. Uh, the other 10 radishes <laughs> were frozen for return to Earth and for post flight analysis. What would be the most
3: difficult food to get, a, I mean, to manage in space if you were going to. Uh, Nerds is nerds. <laughs> I mean, because you know, like if you have like a nerd or an Eminem like block a throttle or something as you're trying to, mm-hmm. you know, that'd be a problem. And By she, the way,
4: uh, throwing change at a strip club is called making it hail. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a Tosh joke. Okay, uh, love yeah. It. yeah, but i never heard that before. But
0: yeah, making it hail, I'm gonna make it hail, man. <laughs> wow. All right. So anyhow, there was a there was a nice little build up of space stories. I thought I would package them together. Kathy was begging you to tell us. Yeah. Deliver them to you in the form of the
3: space cowboy. You don't know, but Preston, during that whole segment, Kathy was uh, teleconferencing
0: with her gynecologist. I, bet. Yeah. You guys I was wondering sense. why the laptop was on the floor.
2: And my feet were on mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> We're going to have to get Derek Pitts on again sometime in the yes. near future, because I, I love uh, talking about that stuff with someone who knows what they're talking about. Well, you do. No, I don't. I report this. Alright, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. We're, like I said, about an an hour away from No Sad no another chat for you to win 500 bucks. Another chat, another chance. How about that? We'll be back in a moment.
1: 93.3 WMMR. Streaming on WMMR.com. Our mobile app. Your smart speaker. And now at Radio.com.
0: Hey, real quick uh, shout-out to a guy I met uh, yesterday. He was stopping by my AutoZone Ooh, my area. You got which, in the zone. Uh, AutoZone. Uh, which I think, I guess it's considered Hatfield where it is. Uh, but Andrew, big time fan of the show, was there. So, uh, and listens to us. He makes sure that we are on uh, while working at uh, AutoZone. So thank you, Andrew. It's nice to meet you. So here's and, another one. Uh, and he was actually one of our mixers one time. He was talking right, about here's you. that. Oh, here's another one for oh, you. Oh, yeah.
9: you know what? Uh, I was out for a bike ride on Saturday, and I got a little too far away from my house before I realized that uh, I needed feet warmers. Um, and so I was in Stone Harbor, and I had to stop into the Seashore Ace Hardware there, and I was wearing my um, Team MMR jersey, and the two guys there are huge MMR fans. I don't remember their names, but uh, the one the one guy listens every single morning, uh, so I wanted to say hello, shout-out to you guys. Thank you so much for having hand warmers and feet warmers.
0: Nice. Yeah. <coughs> hey, uh, we were off air, Steve. You were out of the studio, and Nick had mentioned something to me. Uh, that I did indeed see last week and I failed to bring it up. And it is this growing um, movement that Helen Keller never existed.
2: Oh, what? Has anybody seen this? I
0: I have. So there's been all sorts of stuff surrounding Helen Keller.
3: Um, And... uh, yeah, that's kind of interesting. I'm a big fan of the uh, the miracle worker.
0: Yeah. so, yeah. so to...
4: it's a work of fiction. Steve. Yes, I'm sorry. totally.
0: Yeah. Uh, so uh, it and I I briefly looked at you know where where the origin of this was, and I don't care uh, you know mm-hmm. about whoever started that because you're you're a moron. Uh, but apparently it's it's taking hold. Or with, with some people, I guess. We're, listen, the show doesn't have oh, time for that. We're talking about real stuff like horses in space. Right.
4: Come on, yeah. man. There's a co-worker down the hall who believes in this fervently, and uh, I think that this person is really nice. I like her a lot, but I, I don't know why she believes in it as much that as That Helen Keller never existed? Yeah, and, and listen, um, we talked earlier about the ills of social media. Uh, a lot of this uh, misinformation has spread over TikTok, and so it's gained some steam that way, and it's like any conspiracy theory. There are nuggets of believability in it, um, and so you subscribe to those and think okay i'm gonna fall down this path and then mm. once you start falling down that path you fall too far listen
3: th- there is enough stupid to go around for all uh-huh. all political <laughs> persuasions all it's all out there and it's all and where it resides is on social media yeah so well, you, you
9: really you know
2: where you get the correct information though is from from tick, <laughs> Well,
9: where where is the um w- give me a nugget of believable information
2: yeah, what is what is the argument
4: Oh, you're asking the wrong guy. I, 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 I'm like Preston. Once I started
9: diving into it, I was like, this doesn't make this any sense to me. So, um,
2: Because I, I
9: yeah, listen. Um,
2: and who is the person down the hall? <laughs> write the name down.
9: <laughs> I had uh, an interaction with a, a youngster the other day who tried to tell me that time uh, doesn't exist. Okay. Time doesn't the exist. The magazine
3: yeah. or the actual? <laughs> <you> know, actual <laughs> because um, there is a case to be made that it's on its last
9: legs. But as far as time itself, n- no. I just
3: invested in a nice watch.
9: Yeah. And so I uh I challenged said person I said no no time is a real thing. Yeah. Uh I said, the measurement of time is uh uh is something that is man made, you know, but right, uh right. but time itself exists,
0: okay? Right. Okay. Uh, I, we
9: just were able to somehow break that up into seconds and years and months and weeks and whatnot.
0: I'm guessing that the Helen, Helen Keller thing uh just goes to Someone having a hard time wrapping their mind around uh, someone who can't talk, hear, or see yeah. being able to learn how to write and, and do all the things that Helen Keller did. I'm guessing that's what it is, especially in when, when things were uh, less uh, uh, sophisticated as they were when she was uh, alive, there are especially other things, as a kid. There are other things that it, that I won't get into
3: that I've seen floating around that preceded this Helen Keller mm-hmm. doesn't exist thing, but um, that might be it, Preston, that it's so you can't... How does that even happen? Yeah, when I watch, was a kid, I had a hard time understanding. Watch The Miracle Worker. Movies never lie. No, they but, don't. But they they do give an indication of how Annie Sullivan was able to start
0: to break through the wall and communicate with Helen Keller. Now, here's something I didn't know about Helen Keller as I went and looked up some factual information is that she wasn't born that way. No. I thought she was. Oh. Uh, she had gotten sick. Uh, she was 19 months old. But still, that would have been old enough to wear... You're forming words You're not, and things yeah. like that. You're almost two years old, and kids are speaking at that point. <laughs> you know, the. <laughs> it's a classic story
3: about Broadway, and I don't know if it's apocryphal. A lot of people believe it's true. But apparently on one of the initial runs of The Miracle Worker on Broadway, the guy who's, pl- who's playing the doctor who delivers this diagnosis that Helen Keller is this way as she is in the, the crib... Um, he was got into a raging fight with the director, you know, before going on one of the performances. It's got to be one of the earliest performances. And the curtain rises up, and the doctor goes over and he goes to the family and He goes, She's dead,
5: <laughs> 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 and walked, off the, and, and walked off the stage.
3: Oh my god, now it's too. Good to not be true. but That's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, She's <laughs> dead. You, you now have an Thank hour. Thank you for a... coming, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> 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 oh.
4: Wow. So I guess a lot of this is based in the fact that uh, she was a fraud, that Helen Keller was a fraud, that she could not have been. Like as, Stevie Wonder. As definitely. Uh, blind as she claimed to be.
0: Right. And that she managed to have a career becoming a motivational speaker or whatever and an right. author and so on. But she wasn't legitimately deafblind and Are dumb, there... as they
3: say. So you can do your own research and see if you find any credible sources. I I doubt
4: you will. Well, sadly, the doing your own research argument is <laughs> leads terrible. you down a, a scary path because anybody can do their own research on anything and, and find the theory that's, or the evidence, yes. the quote-unquote mm-hmm. evidence that supports their their uh, there, thought process i have posited the notion that
3: there, the concept of true and false no longer exists mm. you you there is nothing that, that there's nothing that is concretely provable as true or false anymore by by that very fact you can yeah. always find uh, you know, that sort of vague territory. But I don't know. I Listen yeah. to me. I firmly believe that there's a Clydesdale on the space station. Uh,
9: so Helen <laughs> Keller jokes were a big thing when I was a kid. Are are those bad crickets these days? Yes, of oh, course God, they okay. are.
3: No, yeah. I mean, you know, other things, like handicapped jokes are just <laughs> totally fine. <laughs> yeah, but when yeah, you're yeah, talking yeah. about... Essentially what I think you're your safer yeah. if you go with racial stuff. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> think that's the territory
0: that's really acceptable uh, but you know what and listen you can't I can legitimately get historic names uh, crossed over and you know Kreischer has told the story of of Anne Frank and Helen Keller <laughs> He's and there, and there's there's an ongoing joke on a website that I go on quite a bit to get the bizarre file stories. it's called Fark.com. and when there's a story about someone when there's a story about uh, either Helen Keller or um, or Anne Frank or, um and now now I'm having historical brain farts. Amelia Earhart. Amelia Earhart. Know, and huh? they will thread all three of those together. I know. Purposely. Yeah. Replacing <laughs> one's name with the other. And it's funny. Yeah. It's yeah. a funny bit because there there over time some of these names start to get oh, uh, I just had uh, mingled Malcolm X and Abe Bogota. <laughs> Stop it. I'm like <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm like how the hell but in my mind I'm saying, yeah, uh, yeah, but it's just, you know, and then you have a brain fart, and it's like, mm-hmm. wow, how did I get there? Yep, exactly. So,
0: <laughs> uh, it's just, it's the latest uh, little thing, and there are plenty of things floating around. <laughs> Thank you, internet. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. But I saw that one last week, and I I, I just, I, I absolutely brushed it off. I'm like, okay, that's really, really stupid. And then you brought it up, Nick, and I'm like, okay, well. Also-
3: Also try to remember to not be so incensed because the people that deliver stuff like that have just sat down to a meal of Tide
0: Pods. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, there's nothing to get worked up about.
3: They're going to take care of themselves.
0: Yeah, but there was one of these videos apparently that uh, amassed over 17 million views. Well, hell, I'd look at it just to see what they're trying to, you know, Mm -hmm. claim.
2: It's funny that people that do think, you know, think these things or you know, believe in conspiracy theories. Like, I look at them in two ways. One, I'm like... You're like, you're just an idiot. And then like you look at other people, I'm like, wow, you're, you're so dumb.
3: You're but, broken. But also <laughs> realize too that sometimes conspiracy theories is a theory about a conspiracy that, that, that is, that yeah. has happened. So there, there are, <laughs> there, there, that's, yeah. that's, that's enough to fuel, you know, you, you, you can't say there, there have been times when conspiracy theories have been borne out. Do I believe that Helen Keller didn't, uh, didn't exist? No, I do not believe that.
0: Some of them are so outrageously right. obvious, though, that you're just like, you're uh, so on. stupid. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> you're, you're but it. simply
3: having a theory about a conspiracy, no. You know, you got to do your due diligence with everything.
0: Mm-hmm. Go to TikTok, you're
3: going to find out all the information.
2: Yeah, they have it. Yeah, they um, have all
0: the rights to All right, there's no conspiracy here, but uh, if you own a Hyundai, you might want to think about this. 471,000 SUVs. Uh, are being added to a recall list, and it's an electrical short in a computer. And the company is warning owners to park the SUVs outdoors until they're repaired because they can catch on fire. Oh no! Who parks it? Well, uh, okay, garages. Yeah. I'm thinking who parks their cars inside. <laughs> I park mine in in the garage. Do you? Uh, oh, absolutely. It's what you it's have a for. fleet of vehicles, though, don't you? Or did you get rid of the? Uh... We've got uh, currently we have four of them. Okay. Uh, the latest recall covers certain model year, 2016 through 2018, an additional 2020 through 2021. So is a car that explodes into flames, is that a deal killer for you? It might be. Yeah. Uh, Hyundai Tucson SUVs. All right. Uh, the vehicles have anti-lock brake system computers that can malfunction uh-huh. internally and cause an electrical short that can lead to a fire, apparently. Um, so owners will be uh, notified in late February to take their SUVs to a dealer. <laughs> why are they waiting? Which will replace a fuse on the computer.
5: <laughs>
0: what? <laughs> what's what's the delay for? Yeah, don't park it inside for a while.
3: Hey, listen, in a couple of months we're going to tell you why you shouldn't park it in the house.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is you may you you have to look up to get the specific details about uh, if it is your exact. Uh, make and model. Do you know the rumor model.
3: is is that the the electronic system on the Hyundai was designed by Helen Keller? <laughs> <And> <laughs> that
4: might be what's leading to the issues of the fires.
0: <laughs> she miswired. She it. miswired and, things. Yeah. And,
4: <laughs> well, she couldn't tell the
0: difference. <laughs> you can't blame
4: Helen Keller. Why it? did
0: you make her lead engineer? It's really Hyundai's fault for hiring. I mean, <laughs> come on. Do you know what, honestly, what Helen Keller's first words... Car mechanic? Were? No, not car wasn't mechanic. Wasn't it water? Where's the Hyundai plant?
2: Wawa. Wawa. Yeah, yeah.
0: For water.
3: And, and oh. she No, no, no. It wasn't for water. It she was wanted the convenience story. Yeah. She, she wanted was. a hoagie. She was actually
0: Wah-wah.
3: telling the future. <laughs> we have audio of that,
1: Preston. Wawa, 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 wawa.
0: <laughs> really, really wanted some.
1: Oh. <laughs> uh, what else? It, it's, it's
3: funny about. Uh, <laughs> I, I wonder how many people walk away from the stuff that we're saying, walking, oh, no, it's true. Yeah, she, she oh, really. No,
2: people do. I hear she people tell me stories all the yeah. time.
3: I mean, just to please understand we're all incredibly For, stupid.
2: Remember my. Well, my, I'm incredibly stupid. One of my good friends thought that um, uh, who's the girl who's on Dancing with Stars with the one leg?
0: Oh, uh, Heather Heather Mills. Heather Mills.
2: Heather Mills. And Steve said that it was blown off in a landmine, and that's what she thought. I
0: thought, that's because I thought (laughs) that it was. uh... Because
3: she worked to to have landmines removed post-World War II and other areas where they they do them in the Middle East. And and so that was part of the deal. So Uh Preston actually assumed that her leg was blown off while she was out, you know, checking a field for landmines. When in fact it was a motorcycle
0: accident. Well, I didn't think she was out checking the field for landmarks. I thought she just had a landmark. Her methodology accident. was to tap dance across a field, Preston. Yeah. <laughs> Worked, didn't it? She found it. <laughs> found one. Yeah. Oh. I
2: remember I was out to dinner with her. I was like, you know that that's not true. And she was like, well, no, I didn't know.
0: <laughs> I love it. It's true. Uh, let me see. I guess we're going through the junk tour here. Oh, yeah? Okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. Here, I got Thanks. something for you. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's let's get in uh, case, uh, Kathy's world for a moment here.
3: You almost just said be, it, didn't you?
0: Just because you think that you see a good deal online doesn't mean it actually is a good deal.
2: Do do tell.
0: Mashable reports that retailers like Macy's, J.C. Kohl's, and others have long been using inflated or outdated list pri- listing prices on their product ranges to make price reductions appear more significant than they really are.
2: Well, yeah. Wait a second! That doesn't no. make
0: sense. I, I, large,
3: super large companies always have our best interests at heart.
2: <laughs> no, like if you you'll see the sale price, and so you think you're getting a good deal on it. You can't yeah. you can't stop there. You have to do more research to find out if that's but actually Stephen a good Singer deal or, or not. Steven Singer says
0: that. I hear it in his commercials. Yeah, Steven oh. Singer, you can trust. Uh, so you want to cross-reference prices between uh, retailers or check suggested pricing with the manufacturer to be yeah. sure that you're not getting duped.
2: So you'll, go, you'll check this manufacturer. Is like am- this is like amateur stuff.
0: Oh my god! Uh, uh, yeah, it is if kind I'm of obvious.
2: A, a big enough purchase. I mean, to be honest with you, yes, pretty much any purchase. I mean, if it's twenty bucks, I'm not going to go into research. But yeah, no. I, if it's on sale, I check other retailers. What, what I'll do you check go, the You manu- Go to
3: shophelenkeller.com.
2: Stop it! No, like the manufacturer's website if they actually sell it themselves to see what they're listing it as too.
3: You can always just a little bit of due diligence. Will there was one time? I mean. There was a cool sort of watch that I wanted, um, and I saw it in at a, a, an incredibly inflated press and it was four times the price that I found it on another site for. You check the, the retailer, go to the actual home site of the company that makes bah. it, go and, and check around at a few other sites, and don't. A lot of times, believe it or not, it's going to blow your mind. The sites that list other sites for prices. Are sometimes run by the very company that you first visited that had the um, you know the information so a lot of times check who's running the site that is your price comparison site
2: yeah and um, a lot of times the manufacturer too you think you're gonna get a better deal because it's their product a lot of times they're priced higher because Uh the, the retailers buy it at wholesale so they'll buy it in bulk and they can list it and still be profitable at a lower price than the manufacturer can
0: so what will happen sometimes if I'm looking for something uh, in particular and then uh, I'll go online just to search get an idea and then I'll, I'll all these options of where to buy it yep. come up and some of them let's say the item is is uh, you know forty dollars in one place and it'll be sixteen dollars in another I'm like how the f is that happening yeah. well and then I'll look at the sixteen dollar one, and I'm like the, i'm I'm getting junk yeah pay that Or it's not the same or something's different or what's going on here. Do you know where you'll find an interesting comparison if
3: you go if you see a third party um uh third party options if you purchase something on Amazon? They do a pretty good job of vetting their different their different vendors. You won't see like, okay, I'm getting this um this Blu-ray player and it's $150 on this site and you're not gonna find it for three dollars on another site. You'll you you, it'll, it'll be within the ballpark, so you can do some savings. But when you
0: see that outlandish, you know something's up.
2: Yeah, it's not usually that difference in in a price.
0: Yep. So uh, they said that uh, in 2000, I think it was in 2015, yeah, J. C. Penney's, uh Macy's, Kohl's, they had all got hit with lawsuits concerning deceptive sales prices. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah. Uh, to avoid getting uh, tricked, be sure to always cross-reference the price of something, Ah, uh, to see what other retailers, as well as manufacturers' websites. I didn't know about the manufacturers' website. About uh, going, do you there. know
3: what I find it works when when you get up to the register and they tell you the price, raise one eyebrow and go, really?
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then they 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 tend to buckle.
2: Yeah, Preston. Also, it depends on what you're buying because sometimes the manufacturers won't sell to you know just a person right. like you right. know you have to own a business in order to buy it. So sometimes it won't be listed there. Um, but you know, a lot of times, if you can, it, it is a good idea to see what they're selling them for.
3: What if you act like a store employee?
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I work here. Yeah, I'm. I get the.
4: I'm in the code. cologne.
2: Yeah, uh, the you employee have to just wear discount. A red
4: shirt and uh, khaki pants <laughs> in Target and Target. Blue shirt and Best I'm Buy. Undercover.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me see what else I got here in the junk drawer. I was thinking about putting this in a connoisseur, but I'm going to do this here. Uh, Burger King is changing its logo after 20 years. Oh, I like its logo. They're doing a massive rebrand. It looks like a burger. Is Uh,
3: it? Are they going to to have a big announce day with all sorts of festivities and the Pope? I don't know about the Pope, but
0: uh, they will return to the classic.
3: Now that we've concluded the Easter Sunday
0: Mass... I have a word from Burger
3: King.
0: Yeah, Casey, they're going to go back to the classic uh, logo, which oh, okay. is more of that burger. The, this one, the current one, uh, kind of was kind of angled and had this blue swirly around it.
2: Right. Oh, so they're going, but it was originally <laughs> the burger, wasn't it? It still is. Can
0: you hear "swirly" now without thinking of its porn connotation? No, <laughs> I think these are before. The, these are mixed up, Kath. Yeah, I think so. I think the one, the the more simple one that we're looking at, that looks like it's uh, the the word "Burger King" is part of a hamburger, is going to be what they're going with. Uh, so the first restaurant it will be in Miami. The new look will eventually roll out to the rest of the chain, although customers might not see it for a while as Burger King corporate plans a prolonged integration over the next few years. When a company does that, it
4: is extraordinarily expensive. I remember uh, when Citizens Bank Park opened up, Citizens Bank, the the bank itself, changed their logo a year later. They had to replace every seat, uh, you know, just, I mean, not the the seat itself, but like, you know, the logo everywhere in the ballpark. And so now, of course, Burger King has to do this in every one of their restaurants. And it takes, you you have no idea how many things the logo actually appears on until you start to look at it.
3: I was watching uh, sometimes, Preston, and this, I'm not saying this is a case for Burger King, but about the methodology of doing these things. And also of creating controversy when um, people – so it was about to shift from – remember when Coke changed its flavor? Mm-hmm. And, and, the, and they, they were sort of showing how that was a, a, a manipulated thing to get people to talk about the product. Burger King here, I think sometimes – I think they're also – this coincides with the freshening up of their menu. I think they're changing a lot of the menu, so it does make sense. Okay. But as to Nick's point, none of this happens in a vacuum. It's, it's incredibly elaborate, the process of getting this done.
2: Well, so if what we were looking at is the new logo, they're actually going back to an old logo.
0: Yes, exactly. They're going to go to the original, uh, the original. Well, not logo.
2: the original. Well, at least what I'm looking at. The original was uh, Helen looked, Keller. No, it looked like a sun. <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> oh, really? Looked, okay. Yeah, okay. No, in I
2: 1954. Didn't know that. So that logo, the one that they pulled up here, if that's it, it looks like that was the logo from 1994 to 1999. Okay. Huh. Which was very similar to the one they created in '69. They just changed the color a bit.
3: We used to go. Um, you know, as I said before, the, the the Yumbo was why we'd end up going to Burger King initially. Uh, <laughs> favorite sandwich of Ronald Reagan. Uh-huh. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Kathy's right. We're looking at the logos. It was the sun, yeah. then just the words Burger King, then... Uh, it was like a, a king, a king old- sitting on a hamburger. A yeah, it looks like he's crapping a burger. <laughs> And then, uh, and then something more along the lines. So it is, yeah. it is a retro, but a retro by a couple of decades.
9: I um, I was a huge fan of Burger King. They just there aren't that many of them anymore. I like man. The,
3: the the flame broil, the yeah. whole thing, and the uh,
9: you know the um, uh, have it your way. Yeah, Burger King, the one that we always went to is now a Popeyes on uh, Baltimore Pike in, in Springfield. But that was like it was kind of you know like a lot of families do pizza on Friday nights. Yeah. We did Burger King on Friday. That was nights. your treat. That huh. was our you treat. had meat on Fridays? Mhm. Mm-hmm. That was That's our oh, not during Lent. Okay.
2: That was our treat too. Like if we were going to get fast food for dinner, it was Burger King.
9: Yeah. Oh my god.
3: I church to me for many years, I thought Jesus sat down to McDonald's for the last supper <laughs> because a, it would, after after church, we would go to Mc, and we would go to old I mean one of the original yeah. Golden Arches stand. It was a McDonald's stand. It wasn't even you go in and sit at tables. But that was our ritual. So I think that's it. If you want to get kids to enjoy the story of Catholicism, just attach a fast food place to it. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh. They'll get the message across.
9: So I am looking at the text message board that says that the um the Burger King by Westchester is closed. What? That's uh, um by Westchester. Well, so if that's the one I'm thinking of, it's by like 352 and and uh, Westchester Pike, Okay, Why Do you have a connection to that one? How? No, why? That's where you got married. Um, because basically any time I would go to Westchester <laughs> on the way back, because I didn't have to make a left into that parking lot, I would stop at that one. Okay. You,
3: yeah. know, you, you raised the you raised notion, too, of what streets, there are places that you go oh, that yeah. you know, like, for example- I'm turn turning left there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In Contra
0: when I pass by the Dairy Queen, mm-hmm. I've got to go to
3: the Dairy Queen. It's
0: right there. You just yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, there notes. are places I won't go because I have to make a left into the parking lot, and then to go on my initial yeah. on my, my route that I was going on, I got to make a left back out of the parking lot again. So screw that! Yeah. Listen, I pass by the Smoothie King all the time, but I can't. I won't go in because I can't.
3: Make, I can't make the uh, I, unless I'm coming from the other side. It's too. Uh, it's too difficult. Mm-hmm. You know, the, these. This is the first That's when you,
2: It's okay to do illegal things. <laughs> <laughs> Like when I come out of the CVS in Kanshaken, they a couple of years ago, they changed it. You can't make a left coming out of it. But the the street the stop sign is right there. So I just Kath, make a quick left and then another quick left.
9: Yeah. By the way, Smoothie King does have good smoothies. Oh, they do. Yeah, they, do. Okay, they really do. Yeah. Uh, but, Kath, uh, my Wawa, the entrance on 320, it's you can only enter. You're not allowed to leave but at 5 o'clock.
2: Yeah no says Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I think it's okay. Yeah,
0: headlights, you know if somebody's coming. <laughs> there are a lot of things between 4 and 5 a.m. that are okay and illegal. It doesn't even not yeah. yeah, law Oh my
3: god, isn't there, is there safe harbor allows <laughs>
9: drug deals between, <laughs> <laughs> between Yeah, doesn't <laughs> it? You're allowed five. between 4 and 5 in the morning. Uh, You're allowed to cut through parking lots of, at 5 in the morning, right? right. Oh, yeah.
2: Officer, it's Four fifty-five. Right.
9: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Five minutes. The per the hour purge is still on. Preston, when leaving uh, work, do you
4: ever go to the Wawa on Belmont? Because uh, oh God, have- no. <laughs> yeah, right. You have, to, <laughs> you have to make that left.
2: That's no, 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 never. No,
4: no, I'll, no. I'll, I'll park in the dry cleaner across the street. There's that weird little anti lot to that. And yeah, so no, no,
2: you park there. You're gonna get killed on Belmont uh, in the morning. People who park over there, like they need to be careful. Sometimes, what going across the street? Yes, you cannot see them crossing. Yeah,
0: the only thing I will do in that area is use the gas station right there and only on my way home. The, Even that gas the station. The Sunoco? Is, uh, yeah. Well, I don't know what I that will is. never use the Sunoco. No, no, no,
9: no, no. Oh, not the Sunoco. The Bobo one that just says gas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh,
2: that one? That's yeah. the one. Yeah. It's a Conoco yeah.
4: now.
9: Oh, is? Okay. It's a con- yeah, because it's been a-
2: Sunoco you got to make the left.
3: Yeah, and you should Correct. be leery because gas is spelled with two S's. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> is it okay to go to places like I'm that? I'm not. I never go. Listen, I don't a want to drop only. anyone's diminish anyone's business, but I yeah, you know, I used to try to avoid them because you don't, you know. Maybe it's gasism added to another of the isms, but uh, I, I would tend. I don't think they're as
2: like. It, is it going to aff- like? Honestly, is it going to affect the performance of your car? I is used not to hear, gas? and
3: this is just this could be apocryphal. That a lot of times they'd they'd pad the gas by putting water in the tank and stuff like that, and I I didn't want to I didn't want to risk it. I'm not saying that's true of that
4: place, not at all. I think at this point. We would have heard if there were issues with these gas stations. I mean, and that's, that's me. what I think. But that, that gas station, that Conoco on Belmont on my way home, that, that is my gas station. Of and course. it's a fine gas station. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm. an easy one yeah, to get in. Yeah, you just pull, pull right in. You don't and even it, have
9: yeah. to, like, turn your wheel the whole way. No, because no. you're already turning. And it, <laughs> yes. gets,
0: it's got this little sliver of a uh, of a of of an area that you can pull into. Right. Yeah. You can get out I of mean, there. what the
4: best gas stations allow you to remain in an active lane. That's right. Yeah. In traffic. Uh, if there are any other cars parked there, I I will avoid it though because it's not like the I, I love the Wawa the
0: Super Wawas I think those are the best but anyway I no, wish- the, the the parking lot at the Wawa on Belmont is the worst parking lot in the world <laughs> it it rivals Kathy I think it rivals the one in Conshohocken <laughs> oh yeah the one in no, on twenty three yeah it's, well. t- it's terrible you have no room
3: to move around. You have um, years ago. I I told you um, the the first. My first job was at a Dunkin' Donuts. It had that kind of lot where you just you pull you pull in and you're basically in a spot. I mean, the second (laughs) you pull up, so I I one time back out into traffic to Mm -hmm. get out. I I one time put a sandwich board out there that said valet parking only. (laughs) (laughs) I I kid you not, and and, uh, and people are pulling in like, are you kidding me?
9: Yeah, yeah. I'll get in and pull it three inches forward. All right. So the good news here, Steve, is that the wa- uh, the Burger King that I was talking about is still open. Okay. Excellent. All right. So there's a different Burger King apparently on High Street that is not open anymore. Uh, and that oh, is, okay. I
2: remember that one? Yeah,
0: that so, is. A so shame. your Burger King is still good to go. Whew, Thank God. Okay. All right. Uh, so anyhow, Burger King is redesigning their their logo. All right. Here's. My logo. I had no idea about this, um, and we don't really have to worry about pollen right now, but. If you have allergies, of course, you know it it wreaks havoc on on lungs and sinuses and all that stuff. But a new study finds high pollen levels could also exacerbate a painful pelvic condition in some people. Washington University researchers have found evidence that increased pollen may trigger symptom flare-ups in people who have what's called UCPPS or Urologic Chronic Pelvic Pain Syndrome.
3: What, how does this manifest?
0: Uh, it is bladder pain or urinary symptoms, mm. which can be frequent and disabling. These patients also report higher than average rates of allergies and asthma. Huh? And some find their symptoms improve when taking allergy medications. So I never ever thought that pollen could cause Aaron? pelvic problems uh, in some people. Well, well they probably. both begin with P. Yeah, yeah. It's
9: good observation.
0: Yeah, urologic chronic pelvic pain syndrome. There's so many weird conditions that people can have. Uh, you know, we hear the the the, the basic ones, uh, but but from time to time, uh, you'll hear somebody is sick from this thing, and then they have to do this detailed explanation of what it is, and and you're like, wow,
3: that's even a thing. Yeah, I didn't know until I had it. You know, well, is mainly the way. When it you goes. first learned about the rock and pneumonia, and right. realized that it almost went hand in hand with the boogie woogie flu. Yes, <laughs> it's a bit of a
9: I mean come on inertia who or, knew that yeah do you guys ha- suffer from
3: pollen issues you know what i've 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 developed a little bit of a sinus thing um
9: very nominal yeah but um n- for the most part no I'm pretty good how about I'm, you n- well I don't know so I'm my allergies are are totally self-diagnosed and I was uh you know just kind of doing my you took own... your
3: pants off into the tele no nah, <laughs> I was with doing doctor my, I was
9: doing my own research and okay I think my um, my allergies are due to mold spores and okay. not pollen, but I should probably maybe leave it to the professionals to make that assessment. I think that's a bad call. Yeah. I think you just what keep guessing. I know?
0: <laughs> you just keep guessing. <laughs> what yeah. made you think it's, thinks, makes you think that it's mold spores?
9: Because my allergies usually surface earlier than other people's allergies. Okay. So uh, my allergies would always surface in early, early spring. Um, and then in the Is that fall- when mold is, uh, happening? Okay, so-
2: He doesn't know. <laughs> I don't That's
9: know. That's when the mold well, returns to Capistrano. But
2: I, Listen, but I feel can, like I read that somewhere. We can talk because I'm highly allergic to, uh, mold. Mold.
9: Are
6: you? Okay. In mold? In general.
2: So, like, I've stayed at a home that had mold in their basement and I was sick for- And when I say sick, I mean like allergy uh, symptoms for probably about two months afterwards. We
3: talked about this and I forget what there was a story, I guess it was in the city or or where, I don't know what exactly it pertained to, if anyone remembers about how, how debilitating exposure for some people to mold can be. It was,
2: it was the worst I think I've ever experienced. And now when I go into a house, like if it's an older house or um, I was in somebody, a friend of mine's basement and I walked down, I was down there for. A minute. And I'm like, she's got mold down here. Like I can almost smell it. You guys know how much yeah. sense of smell is. Absolutely. But when I got the test done um, at the allergist, it came back. The, the, so they, you know, put like, they give you a little bit of whatever it is right. you might be allergic to. And it, you know, it came up right away. Uh, it went back down later on. My whole arm broke out. And then the it, the you breakout, on. no, it would go away. And it came back for three days. It kept going away yeah. and coming Oof. back, going away and coming back in the same spot. You guys oh, are wow.
9: triggering a memory that I have. Uh, do you guys remember? I remember that one house down the shore that I had rented? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the one um, with the bees and the mold. The terrible yeah. one. Well, yeah. I mean, it was a great location, but yeah. uh, the condition... And I had slept in the back room because it was the coolest room, and uh, had I had the, the, the most, most mold. mold. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but
9: I, I, as a result, I was having uh, sinus issues. Oh, so
2: you probably are. Yeah.
9: But don't the bees eat the mold out of your nose? No. Okay. we oh, know with the bees? No, this... Place had a problem with ants. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Oh, ew,
3: yeah,
2: well,
3: that's right. But now you're in a much better place. But I mean, honestly, you, th- there are severe issues that can be caused from mold exposure. Hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. You I was holding wanna... up
0: a note to me. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> I do. So much. So much. So and much. I, just, I
3: just really
9: feel close to you right
0: now. No, there's a, a junk drawer item. Uh, oh, and oh We'll move where on where to is that. that? Uh, we don't have a lot of time. Okay. Fine, I well. love you so much. Tommy Lasorda died. That's right. Uh, and I forgot to mention that earlier. And uh, he was on our show one time. What was, how old was he? I don't I don't have any was, of the details of Tommy's stuff. He was 80. It was uh,
4: 2007 that he came in to visit. We were in our old studio. Um, and so there were five of us on the show crammed in, plus Tommy, plus two strippers, plus my dad. Two and, strippers? Yeah. I re- I re- Your dad brought, strippers dad brought the strippers. My dad brought the strippers. That's what he does. Uh, but um, I, I listened to the interview on um, on Friday after his passing. Uh, Dan Colachico at uh, PrestonAndSteveRock.com reposted it. And I think Marissa has sent over some of the audio, too. It's a great interview. Uh, Tommy took umbrage with one of my questions and with one of Steve's questions, which I thought was kind of funny and interesting to revisit.
0: Uh, was it about the Fanatic? It was. All right, here we go.
4: You mentioned your love for the game, and I want to know if that encompasses all things because uh, you had a bit of a track record here in Philadelphia um, for not getting along very well with the Philadelphia Fanatic. And, and, and he <laughs> uh, used that to his advantage and would have fun with you uh, or try to have fun with you. Uh, Did you really hate him? Uh, Because that's kind of what the legend was in town. Well, if somebody put
6: your baseball shirt on and then ran over it with a cart. (laughs) Yeah. Would you particularly like it? <laughs> well, I, I, it's could it's see. a fanatic, though. He, he's, a, he's a clown. Why don't, why don't he put a Philly shirt on?
4: <laughs> he, he, huh? he wears one.
6: No, whenever we run over to Philly, one, not mine.
2: Nick, I think his answer is so yes. Don't tell me
6: that's fun. That is not fun with me. Yeah.
4: Uh, <laughs> welcome to Philadelphia.
9: <laughs> he said Mayan.
4: Mayan?
2: Wait, Nick, um, were you saying he was 80 during the interview? Yeah, he was oh, right, 93 okay. when he passed, right, yeah. right, okay.
4: <sighs> which okay. was on Friday. Yeah.
3: We were just talking about it because uh, uh, T.O.'s wine line was through the Lasorda family. Yeah, yeah. The Lasorda
4: yeah. Family. yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Here's, uh, Steve brings up uh, steroids enhancing the game.
3: Here we go. With the steroids and stuff in, in, the, in the sport, was it something that, that you had to I- encounter a fair amount
6: I didn't, none of my players. I, I didn't have any players uh, which I thought right. uh, took steroids while I managed. I managed t- the Dodgers for 20 years. But Jesus, I never saw. I never saw that. But um, you know, it started to get where a lot of was a lot of talk about guys taking it. Right. But unless you have definite proof, you can't you can't accuse anybody.
3: Right. I, I guess a lot of there's a, there's an argument out there that people say if it enhances the level of the game, yeah, then then why not? If it enhances the yeah, yeah, level, yeah, yeah. level of the game. Nuts, I've heard people say that. Who yeah. said that? A lot of people say that that yeah. if it enhances if they're going to go see a, a a a the game played out to its fullest and 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 see incredible uh displays of athleticism,
6: then it might be worth it. <laughs> I, 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 it's funny that i have never heard those
9: people you're talking <laughs> yeah. about
6: when the hell are you meeting yeah. them? <laughs> am, I, am i right have you heard people say yeah. that I've, I've heard people well, say that. Yeah, yeah but
9: i mean there, there's idiots out there you know yeah. what i mean like you know people would you know like to watch robots play because you know they'll hit home runs every single time we got about robots it. now not yet, not awesome, yet. i, I want to
6: ask you <laughs> a look, question yeah, look if you're if someone's taking enhancing drugs mm-hmm. right and you're competing against them, and you're not taking them, what's going to
0: happen?
3: Well, they're going to dominate you.
6: Then you think that's okay.
3: Well, no. He's not not saying saying that. that. He's
0: not saying that. He was saying, what do you say that people do? Tommy's getting all up in my grill. I know (laughs) he is. (laughs) That's right. He's a tough guy. All right. Uh, Then this was uh, Casey. What is this? You bring up uh, kissing on the first date. Casey had a good line. All right, here
3: we go! And congratulations on the book. That's yeah, great. Yeah, it's Thank great too. Thank and, you. And we'll keep the fanatic away
0: from the book signing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and
9: Nick. Yeah. And, Nick. and by the way, called. Nick, I don't think was much of a baseball player growing up, but as far as insulting uh, baseball legends, batting a thousand, <laughs> <Yeah. he was laughs> <able to laughs> two for two, yeah. he was able to insult uh, Cal Ripken yeah. yeah, yeah, when yeah. we had him yeah. by, I, by. I
6: like. I'd like to meet. I'd I like to encounter with guys like Nick. <laughs> oh yeah,
9: well, he's
0: good. Man. He loves. He yeah. loves baseball. He loves the sports. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely does. Yeah. Uh, all right and then we had a a post interview recap.
4: So. He ended up uh, hanging out in our kitchen with our former general manager John Fulham and they were uh they were telling some stories and it was a, a oh, funny that-
2: is that Was he the one who was eating mozzarella and tomatoes and in our kitchen? That, yeah, in, this, yeah. in
4: this clip, yeah. And
0: an instant message I got that says, are there any sports celebrities that Nick doesn't piss off? <laughs> Does he hate all athletes? <laughs> that is the question. No, but
2: that's the thing. He's the biggest baseball fan here. I know. He why, to... why do you ask pointed questions
0: like that? Well, that that's wasn't. That, 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 no, no, you that's, that's a you're fairly right. innocent
3: question. Quite you're right,
4: you're right. He was a really nice guy, but who hates the fanatic? I still don't get it. He, yeah. And he got mad at me when I asked the question. He's yeah. out there eating Mott's salad right now. Now, yes, sitting he's just, sitting at our kitchen table, eating salad. Yeah, he's eating our matzo and tomato salad. So <laughs> That's cool. I, think, I think he recovered, and he's doing all right. But nice guy. He's right. going to be on the Ten Show, and uh, and I bet you that there are thousands of people in Philadelphia who would ask the exact same question of the guy because yeah. the fanatic once but, he but, found but, out but, that probably uh, you're the only one who he hopes dies of cancer. Yeah. <laughs> when uh, when by the way, my dad's in the studio, Steve. So thanks for that. Um, when. Uh, when when the fanatic found out that he hated him, that only egged on the fanatic more. it's sure. like anything else. If you'd just been cool with it, the fanatic would have let it go. But but he you know dogged him for yeah. years. So yeah. it was
9: funny because I thought he was just being playful with you, Nick. And no, that, he wasn't. then I saw his eyes. He was, was angry. Like, wow, he angry.
0: is yeah. that funny? Yeah, yeah, he was, he was really, he was giving him the evil eye. But uh, nonetheless, he's a legend, and it was cool to have him by here. And uh, a lot of people had a chance uh, that are they are hanging out here to get autographs and pictures and stuff. be very rare you get that opportunity. We have uh, Samantha and Brianna yeah. who are on the Bud Light oh. Hottie Cam this morning. And that was... No, cracker. no, because
2: you said they're on the Hottie Cam. And, he, <laughs> and Tommy kept looking at him, going, you guys are going to catch cold. <laughs>
0: <laughs> was he really? Yeah, he said yeah. it yeah. like Would it that time.
2: have been Brianna Frost? Sure
0: was. She does straight oh, up really? porn now. Yes, yeah, yeah. she does. Yeah.
3: Okay. And she married Tommy sort of later on. Wow. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, we made that happen. And she's my wife here. She's that's a beautiful thing. Met her on a show in Philly, and we've been to get since. <laughs> Had a great tom- tomato, mom and mozzarella meal. <laughs>
0: Don't say he passed, Ninety-three, man. That's a nice huge road. head out there. This guy. In <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back in a second because guess what? We have another five hundred dollars to give away, and that is with the No Sad Dough contest. Don't miss it. It's when we get back.
1: The President Steve Show <laughs> Podcast. 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. Steve, you wanted to mention something?
3: I just wanted to give a shout-out to uh, Winnie's LaBus in Manny on Main Street. Everybody knows LeBus and, and Winnie, and, and uh, we ordered some food yesterday, and Winnie herself brought it over, and, and she, as with many other restaurants and many other businesses in general, just jumping to hoops and trying to keep people employed and, and, and keep everything humming along, And uh, she was like, you know, telling me stuff. I won't go into it, but it's just, it's, it's, as we all know, many of us are are doing just fine. And many is, uh, you know, we're not as tied into this, but there's, this is going on. And there's a lot of people who just need uh, help. So long story short, this is my bid. If you've never been to Winnie's, you need to get over there and get takeout and, 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 and and go. And I, I don't know what the hours are. It's all up on the website, but it's a great place. It's a staple. You'd hate to have... So many places are going away that we've loved for years. You know, as I said before, we're going to get through this, but, um, you know, it's, it's, it's tough. So if you can and you want some damn good food, Winnie's Bus in Mania. And uh, we're working on something that
0: might be helping out uh, yes. uh, local businesses, yes. uh, which hopefully we'll be able to get into uh, this week. So we have details coming on that very soon. All right. We shall do the B-File now. Now. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre file. All right, let's get right into it. We're going to start with this. An Australian family renting a home has a problem that you usually don't see covered in your lease, and they're trying to get some help to solve it. Uh, The couple had been living in the home for just two months when their landlord contacted them and said that she was moving into the backyard. The landlord said she was moving into their backyard. Yeah, she said in a message, Dear Nikki and William, I am the owner. As of tonight, I will be occupying the rear yard. She then set up a tent in the backyard and has been living there since with her partner. Uh, The couple spoke to the uh, TV show A Current Affair uh, saying, Police and real estate don't know what to do. Our children are terrified and they keep asking, Who are they? And we can't give them any answers. But the landlord told reporters that she has the right to live in the backyard, saying that the rental contract signed by the family doesn't include the backyard, so she can use it however she wants to. By the way, you
3: know, a current affair originated in Australia, I believe. Yeah. did not know that. Yeah.
0: Is it on the the air anywhere here still or no?
3: No, I don't think so. That's where we first met Maury
0: Povich, right. right? Yep. All right, a man in Britain is uh, 42 years old and failed his driving exam 157 times. He spent <laughs> over $4,800 just Lessons. to take the
3: test. Oh, just on, on the US Well, it says tea. in the process, yeah. so
0: I'm assuming to take the test 157 God. times. I don't know.
2: They let you take it that long? I guess so.
0: Yeah. Uh, At a certain point, shouldn't you be deemed a threat? Uh, you
2: can't drive. A
0: threat? Uh, he finally passed on his 158th attempt. Yeah. Uh, the astonishing number was re- revealed by Select Car Leasing. The major part is an airline pilot. <laughs> After they got the information from the Driver and Vehicles Standards Agency. Uh, they say the man had failed the test, uh, known that as a driving theory test the most times. While a woman in her 30s came in second place, she failed 117 times. <laughs> Spent over $3,600, and it's still not passed.
3: Did I tell you the one time I had to lend my car to a guy? Uh, he's a with legendary cartoonist, Gan Wilson, mm-hmm. who did stuff for Playboy magazine. It was a friend of mine years ago. And he was living out of the city. He was living in the city for so long, he, he his license lapsed. Oh. So he had to borrow my car, my clunker of a car, to take his driving. He had to relearn all oh, that, man. go through the whole process right.
0: at, like, 80. Wow. At 80? Yeah, at like 79, 80. He was up there. Wow. Uh, early on Tuesday, a group of burglars broke into the cellar at the Domaine de Rinska, a hotel in the Burgundy region of France known for its wine, and they stole bottles that were estimated to be worth about $430,000. Oh. oh, my God. Yeah, so they were stealing very expensive wine. The thieves loaded up the stolen wa- <coughs> wine into a van. <clears throat> Excuse me. Grabbed the Terrell Owens. And they were ready to uh, take off but had managed to set off a fire alarm during the break in the hotel owner woke called police uh, officials caught up with the van as it drove toward the city of Ly- Lyon. lion and <clears throat> excuse me the, the steve started throwing bottles of wine at the officers oh, in an attempt to slow them down so they're throwing no! the- yeah. No! yeah insanely expensive bottles of wine Uh, None of the bottles hit the police who chased the thieves until they crashed into a toll barrier. They fled after the crash, leaving the stolen wine behind. Police are working to identify the three suspects in the case. That's when you wish you were
3: Spider-Man. Yeah. Catch (laughs) them. Yeah.
0: Phoenix police have identified the man that officers shot on Saturday. Listen to this story. Around 3.15 p.m. Saturday, witnesses reported a man later identified as 37-year-old Paul Bolden and a woman fighting in a parking lot. During the argument, investigators say Bolden took a baby from the woman, pulled out a gun, and fired shots while running into the street. He then stopped the car and held the woman behind the wheel at gunpoint. So he's got a baby with him. Uh, Police arrived moments later. They tried to get Bolden to drop the gun. While still holding the baby, he shot in the direction of the officers. So fearing for the safety of the baby, an officer shot the guy. Mm -hmm. Must have been a hell of a shot. I don't know how close he was to him either. Because you're taking a big risk if somebody's holding a baby. But I guess they assumed that... He was going to harm the child. Yeah, they have to make the call. Other officers quickly rushed in. They rescued the child. Bolden died later at the hospital. The baby was unharmed and reunited with his mother. So that's a great ending to that story. All right, then we'll do one more, and then we will wrap this up. Uh, Let's go with this. A uh, Chicago County Sheriff's Deputy learned the hard way that waterfowl and back seats don't make the best combination. According to a Facebook post... From the sheriff's office, the possible wounded trumpeter swan was found sitting on a roadway during the agency's first shift in the new year. Deputy Hansen ended up uh transporting the bird to a safe location along the river where it was released into open water. It was a trumpeter. Unfortunately, the good deed took a toll on his squad car's upholstery. Oh. Apparently, the the swan Decided to take a dump in the back of the car.
7: Stop looking at me, swan.
0: And apparently it was nasty. Oh, jeez. Uh, the post said, most of the time when we give rides to a place other than jail is appreciated. Uh, photo evidence proves that it was not the case at this time. Indeed, the swan seems to have relieved itself on the back seat. So this guy, had, <laughs> I'm sure it smelled lovely. And he had to clean it up. And there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. You have about roughly four minutes left. To get on the No Sad Dough giveaway that we have for this particular hour. It's only our second one of the day. We already had a winner earlier, but the word is hurry. So that's what you got to do. You got to get on it. The word is H U R R Y, hurry. And you can enter it with our special contest short code by texting to 45911. Or if you want to automatically be entered for the $10,000 grand prize, enter the word hurry at the MMR mobile app or at WMMR.com. Good luck to you. And don't forget, seven chances total today for you to win. We'll be back in just a moment.
1: Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: Today is only the first day of the work week, but what's wonderful about that is you can get in on the Letter of the Day Order of the Week prize today by just paying attention what the letter is at the end of the show. and It's straight up cash. I think cash is kind of the theme of the week. I love it. Uh, the no sad dough money left and right, and then we have a $300 prize for our word of the Week prize. The, so the thing about cash is you can redeem it for goods and services. You can do that. Yeah. Yes, if you should you can do whatever you want to with it, yeah. but you can also do that. So and that's keep that in what mind. I think the
3: attraction is.
0: So that's coming up. We are gonna do the lesson question and we're gonna give away a fandango now rental code for the premium video on demand release of News of the World. Tom Hanks is in this. And uh so the question we're gonna ask today is after receiving their vaccinations, which martial art did Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip perform? 215-263-WMMR. After receiving their vaccinations, which martial art did Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip perform? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. We'll find out shortly because we're going to do this and wait for your call. The
1: trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR
0: with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, let's see what's going on in Hollywood. We have a look. Steve, what are your stories today?
3: I got some stuff formerly, a little bow-wow, now just bow-wow announcing that his next album will be his last. Bow Wow says he wants to go out while he's on top, but he just can't wait that long. Hey! 94-year-old Queen Elizabeth and 99-year-old Prince Philip, as you were just saying, Preston, received their COVID-19 vaccinations on Saturday. Everything went relatively well, even though the swiping of the post-injection cotton ball broke Philip's arm. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, believe it or not, notorious Casey Anthony has opened a private... I'm laughing, saying it a private investigation company, even though she's not legally allowed to do it. Anthony says she went with the PI firm after being turned down on her application to open the care. Yeah, wow. <laughs> <And> that's
0: <laughs> your Hollywood track. All right, to the phones we go. Let's see if somebody knows the answer. After receiving their vaccinations, which martial art did Queen Elizabeth, and Prince Philip perform? And I will go to Andy see if he was listening. Hey, Andy, how you doing?
8: Hey, good, Preston. How are you? Wonderful. Andy!
0: Uh, All right, Andy, uh, what uh, martial art do they perform? Uh, Jiu-jitsu. (laughs) Jiu-jitsu. Hang on, my man. Going to give you a Fandango Now rental code for the premium video on demand release of News of the World. Critics are calling News of the World a towering piece of movie making. Tom Hanks is magnificent from director Paul Greengrass. Universal Pictures presents Tom Hanks, News of the World, rated PG-13 in theaters now on demand on January 15th. Now, Preston and Steve's
1: Music News on 93.3 WMMR.
0: Can you dig it? All right, some music news stories. Let's get into them. We'll start with this. Bad Wolves and lead singer Tommy Vexed have split. What? Uh, The band officially announced the news via their social media pages, writing in part, Tommy has been a big part of Bad Wolves, and we are grateful for his contributions. By the way, did I seem properly stunned by that? You seemed stunned by By that, I just wanted to convey that so that it had more impact. Message received. (laughs) Uh, There is... Not much else to report at this moment, but to send love and gratitude to the fans who have supported Bad Wolves from day one. We would not be here without you. Uh, the remaining four members of Bad Wolves plan to continue on with a new album expected out sometime this year. So I don't know if they're going to... Are they going to rename the band? N- I don't know. They're gonna, Wolves? They're going to have to try and find a new lead singer. So according to reports, Vexed first announced the split via an Instagram video that is no longer available in it. He blamed his departure on an issue with both his band and the label over his conservative political beliefs.
9: Isn't he um I'm sorry isn't he accused of being yeah. out of his wife an ex-girlfriend girlfriend? Yeah. yeah
0: they had a, there was a um an accusation from her and I don't know what the follow up is to that well, as he of can't uh, have that. Lingham Park have released the one step closer 100 uh gex reanimation. I don't know what gex are. G E C S. I don't know. A uh, version of their hit single as part of the 20th anniversary of Hybrid Theory. Uh, they also released a visualizer video for the new version of the new track. Mike Shinoda says, part of the spirit of reanimation was to take Hybrid Theory songs that people know so well and Gex let, them. let innovative artists flip them in ways nobody expected. I think 100 Gex <laughs> did exactly that. Is, is Gex a per? It's not no. capitalized. You have it, Nick?
2: Go ahead. Oh, I, I don't know. I'm not really sure, but it's on Urban Dictionary, so... German I don't think Ensemble,
0: it's a, choral... Well,
2: I don't think it's a person. I think it's corn. more a meaning.
0: Okay, what's that meaning?
2: Well, I don't know, because it just says <laughs> GECK a hundred times on Urban Dictionary. Really. GECK,
0: GECK, GECK a hundred <laughs> times, GECK.
4: What does 100, on, 100 GECK stand Gek. for? I'm, I'm running into the same problems as mm. GECK. Right, al- thank electronic- you, Internet.
2: Okay, wait. hundred Gex, an electronic music duo who specializes in music that, that sounds like deep-fried memes.
0: Okay, so so it's then it is people, I guess. People, well, people, just people. Elect, electronic duo. I, you know what? Here, I, this just in. I don't care. Yeah. Okay, moving right. on. On to the next story. That's so <laughs> yeah,
3: I don't care what good grandson.
5: <laughs> <says.
0: laughs>
3: <laughs> clarification: we Go to Jim Lukaszewski at the <laughs> Pentagon. Jim, any word on what Gex means?
2: No idea, <laughs> Have a good day.
0: All right. Uh, Dave Grohl revealed to Classic Rock Magazine that Axel Rose gifted him a rare and beautiful guitar for lending him his throne on tour. Oh. Uh, Dave himself debuted the throne the summer of 2015 after he fell off stage and broke his leg during a Foo Fighters concert in Sweden. Roll was an, unable to walk or run for several months as a result of that injury, so he performed a large stretch of Foo Fighter shows on the massive uh, light-up throne constructed for him by the band's road crew. That seems like that happened 50 years ago. So he later uh, ended up loaning the throne to Axel after uh, he broke his foot. Right at the start of GNR's Not-In-This-Lifetime reunion tour in April of 2016, forcing Axel to perform the first portion of the trek while seated. Dave told Classic Rock, so Axel took it out with Guns N' Roses, and then he took it out with ACDC, and then all of a sudden, I become the guy you come to if you break a limb on tour, like Thrones are Us, he said. (laughs) It was a cool throne, by the way. Yeah, Yeah, it was a a really fun Game of Thrones. So Dave went on to say afterwards, he had Slash, Go Pick Me Up a Guitar... And he picked me an early 60s Gibson ES-335 Dot, which it, to this day is the nicest effing guitar I've ever played in my life. It was an incredibly client, kind and classy gesture, and I was uh, very appreciative. That is
3: cool. It's very generous. All right, so so it's
0: picked- essentially the same guitar, if, if you remember in... Um, Back to the Future when uh, he oh, plays yeah. Johnny B. Good. Yeah. And that's that's the guitar. Love that guitar. Yep. It's a beautiful guitar. All
9: right. So Dave fell off the front of the stage. Axel fell off. I don't know how
3: Axel hurt himself. Okay. He was rushing to the uh, to the, uh, <laughs> the commissary. Is that what it was? <laughs> he was yeah. rushing to redeem his meal ticket. Um yeah, so that's uh, that's interesting. I wonder in the in the future, Preston, as we move towards the exoskeleton type of thing, uh-huh. if an artist does break any, like could Ozzy be reanimated with, yeah. right? You know, like a yeah. like a war machine type exoskeleton.
9: So we've been backstage at uh, several MMR shows, and you see, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on behind yeah. the stage. So um, there's no rule that says you can't light all that stuff up prior to the set and after the set. Uh, What are you talking about? Light
0: all that stuff up. All right, set it on fire? All right, so
9: uh, I had just found out that uh, Trey Anastasio had fallen into a hole on the stage, backstage at the Beacon Theater. This is back in the 90s or whatever. You mean when they're walking? When they're walking. Oh, that's true. No, you're right. You're right. And the reason he fell into this hole was because the roadie or whatever, um, there was a hole in the stage and the, (laughs) the roadie used this yellow tape basically made a trail to the hole and then made, put the tape around the hole and Trey just followed the tape because it was dark. And that's what you do. Well,
10: this tape seems like the right yes. way to go.
9: And so he followed the tape straight to the hole and then fell into the hole. It's almost like a Roadrunner cartoon. Exactly. I was cracking It's like up a portable hole. When he was telling this story, I was like, like, why don't you just turn the lights on back there and then you don't have to... Worry about falling into a hole. Why don't you
3: paint a train tunnel on the
0: wall? <laughs> Most of the time, I, I see they're, they're being escorted yeah. by someone who walks with them with a time. flashlight or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, I, the, me,
3: I still have an occasional knee problem. I told you the story. I was on stage. They killed the lights as we were walking off the stage, not when we were off the stage. Right. And I went flying down onto my knee. Fortunately, no one saw it.
0: <laughs> nice. Unlike uh, his Van Halen and uh, Chicken Foot and Circle bandmate Sammy Hagar, Anthony Michael did not get to make peace with Eddie Van Halen prior to the guitarist's death in October. Uh, Anthony shed light on where he and Eddie stood at that time. Uh, Of course, it was his death from cancer, revealing we actually hadn't spoken for many years. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, we didn't get a chance to. And, you know, it kind of bothers me because we had some issues that were never resolved. But, I mean, what can you do? Uh, we were on track were, for a really reunion. healing
3: power of the chicken foot.
0: Uh, he said we were we were on uh, on track for a reunion, mm. uh, which I'm really sad it never happened. But, you know, life and the show goes on, he says. So that's too well, bad you, to hear. You take the bulk of the good memories and move forward with that. Yep.
3: I hope you heard that.
0: Set for release on February 26th is Black Crow's 30th anniversary multi-format reissue of the 1990 debut Shake Your Money Maker. <laughs> According to the band's announcement, the Super Deluxe box set features the original studio album remastered, three previously unheard studio recordings, two unreleased demos, a 14-track full unreleased concert from Atlanta, Georgia in 1990, Hmm. uh, set list, tour laminate, patch, 20-page book with unseen photos from the band's personal archives and liner notes by David Frick. Uh, The set will be available as a 4LP Super Deluxe, triple CD Super Deluxe, Double CD standard CD and LP, streaming and download as well.
3: And a life-size cutout of Tommy Lasorda. (laughs) A
0: limited number of super deluxe formats purchased through the official artist store feature a signed photo print.
3: When you hear the word deluxe that much, don't you think...
0: What is all this crap? It's too yeah. much
3: deluxe? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes
0: yeah. you just do go
3: with the eluxe.
4: I'll have the, you know, I have the record. I'll, I'll just play the record. You can do that too.
3: Why would you want to do that when you can spend uh, extra money to have stuff you'll never look at?
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then one last story George Harrison's widow, Olivia, has revealed that she's battling coronavirus. Oh. Uh, the late Beatles' wife posted a photo on Instagram of a sheet covering a hospital window. And writing, redesigning my hospital room curtain. Unlucky to get COVID, but on the mend. Gratitude to all the selfless carers. Olivia, who's now 72, is raised uh, in the Beach Boys hometown of Hawthorne, California. And met Harrison while she was a receptionist at A&M Records in L.A., the original home of Harrison's boutique record labeled Our Course. In 1977, the pair welcomed Harrison's only child, uh, musician Donnie Harrison, and married the following year. Olivia controls the George Harrison estate including his quarter share of the Beatles company, Apple Corps. So hopefully she will be doing better. And that is what I have in Music News. We'll take one more break when we get back. Letter of the day for the word of the week. Yep, we got it. Stay there. Be right back.
1: Monday nights. Metallica family, are you with us? It's not just Monday. It's Metallica Monday join MMR's Jackie Bam Bam for massive amounts of Metallica every Monday night starting at 9 from the monster hits to deeper album cuts spanning a hall of fame career this is Robert Kirk Mars and James from Metallica we're covering all the bases from one of rock's biggest bands Set a reminder on your phone. Tell Siri to clear your calendar. And have the MMR app at the ready for Metallica Mondays, 9 p.m. With Jackie Bam Bam right here on
0: 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. We gave away some money today. That was a wonderful thing. I love it. And we've just gotten started. We, we here on the show just kind of scratched the surface. Are you saying the winning is just beginning? The winning <laughs> is just beginning. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's a smile in every eye. The store with a whole lot more. Let's shatter more players. So we have your chance to win again and again and again and again and again. I'm going to be specific about the times. Um, So do not miss your opportunity. So thank you to all those who text. And listen, if you didn't win the $500, it's okay if you entered through the app or through WMMR because you are now officially registered to win $10,000. I mean, that ain't shabby either. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Some deal.
3: might even say that that's more than $500. Uh,
0: it's a little bit more than yeah. 500 and you might win it. Who knows? So um, make sure that you each and every opportunity can uh, enter to Winks. What the hell? Might win. Be a pretty sweet deal. I didn't win the lottery over the weekend, but nah. odds are a lot better over here. What was it up to again? It was it awesome. was it, they, were, they were both Mega Millions and the Powerball were both over... Over half, four half billion, right? Yeah, I mean, well, up, yeah, half billion.
9: No, they were in and around the fours, and okay. now bit. Uh, I mean, bit <laughs> five hundred and fifty
2: million. Yeah. No big winner in Saturday's Powerball drawing. Jackpot grows to five hundred and fifty million.
9: Above? <laughs> no. <laughs> Above? What's that? Above. Um, I was thinking of Bitcoin, and uh, that's why I went a uh, bit. Uh. A bit.
0: What about Bitcoin?
9: Dude, it it was over forty thousand uh, dollars a Bitcoin, and now it's down to like thirty two. So it's just thirty two dollars. No, thirty two thousand. Oh, okay. But still, a bit, a bit, a bit. But at last night, when That's I was a bit. <laughs> I don't.
0: Okay. But last night, well, what was?
9: <laughs> last night, it was a, a one Bitcoin was worth forty thousand. dollars Why didn't you sell? Well, that's what my wife wants to know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you, you have,
9: have
2: Bitcoin?
0: One? I do not have a Bitcoin. Okay. I have some you of the Bitcoin.
2: Bitcoin. You have, I have Bitcoin.
0: have some of the Bitcoin? I have, I have a little bit of a Bitcoin. You can you can, you can can have portions of a coin? Yeah. Mm-hmm. there's
4: okay. a, don't, uh, I don't
9: uh, understand uh, it. I don't, I don't either. <laughs> it was a
4: Jeopardy! cool last, uh, last week that yeah. there's a, a sub-Bitcoin, like a penny to a dollar. There's yeah. a... Uh, no, oh, okay. Smaller denomination of a Bitcoin, but I've bit heard bit. of it. It's a florinkle. It's like a sh- uh, shinuku or something like that. It sounded Japanese. It did, didn't it? Yeah. yeah, I remember thinking exact same thing. I thought it was a portion of the yen, but I got that one wrong. Mm. Well, that was I mean, a tough one. Yeah. yeah. Well,
2: if you want real money, the Powerball jackpot is five hundred and fifty million. The drawing is on Wednesday, and then Mega Millions is up to six hundred million. Uh, and mm. that drawing is on Friday night.
0: Hopefully so we're going to do
9: another... Satoshi. Uh, no, another. Uh, there's a Mega Millions tomorrow. It's Tuesdays and Fridays.
2: Mega Millions jackpot reached $600 million. Many lottery players are a chance. Yeah, to match all be. six nun- numbers drawn on Friday night.
3: So it's saying here, Preston, that a Satoshi is the smallest unit of a Bitcoin, equivalent to one hundred millionth of a Bitcoin. So is it not uncommon to say... One hundred millionth. Can you break a Bitcoin for one hundred million Satoshis? I
0: guess so. Yeah, you'd have to. It sounds like yen and lira, you know? Okay. All right, well, anyhow, uh, good luck in your endeavors. And uh, we need to do the letter of the day. Ready? Probably. All right, here we go.
1: Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now,
0: the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. B, as in Bitcoin. All right, (laughs) and let's keep that money thing alive because it's simple. We're giving away $300 cash for the Word of the Week prize this week. So letter B is what you're going to start with. Good luck to you. I want to thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve show has been brought to you today by Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors. Also brought to you by Dunkin', the official coffee of the Preston and Steve show. And by uh, LASIK Experts. Book your free LASIK consultation today at LASIKExperts.com. Uh, tomorrow on our program, more No Sad Dough, of course. And we're going to have Flyers head coach, uh, Elaine Vigneault on the program as well. Wow. So we'll uh, catch up with him because they are they had a uh, kind of a, a scrimmage today. Yeah, and the season right? starts on Wednesday. So huh? they're kicking off the NHL Wednesday night. Yep, looking forward to it. Uh, Pierre's up next. That is it. We no. are done what? Is Pierre in? I believe so. Uh, I think oh, so, right, yeah. Right, yeah yes. yes. That is yes, it. We are yes. done. Ray John, have a great day, and we shall see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. Me. 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 The Greston and
9: Steve love you. Line.
8: To the lady walking through the parking lot, not paying attention, texting on her phone, when I said, watch out, the car's backing out, I wasn't being creepy. I saved your life. The courteous thing would be to say, thank you. You're welcome, bitch.
7: Next message.
10: Just want to say I love you to my beautiful family, and hello, baby girlie It's her third birthday today. Daddy can't wait to get off work and see you, baby girl. Blah.
4: Next message. Over the nose, people.
8: Over you stupid f- nose.
9: The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484
1: 434 1333. MMR rocks.
9: Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com.
1: Jack, sell them for less.